welcome to Elite Rugby Banter. We are still called that, I think. I'll have to check with everybody else. Uh, it's a podcast about rugby. I'm your host. I'm your host, Adam, coming to you from sunny Johannesburg uh, on, a, on a chilly winter's day. Maybe my podcast studio uh, is a little bit chilly. I'm joined um, by, it's a full house, by, first of all, Ben in Mauritius. How are you, Ben? Uh, to be honest, Adam, I'm a little bit sick. I'm a little bit fluey. Oh, sure. Oh. I, I didn't realize you could get sick in paradise. Uh, yeah, as Maybe. Adam said, uh, I live in a flat. I can't even see the beach from where I live. So, um, <laughs> No, but yeah, it's been good. Um, it, my my father-in-law bought a new style of boat to try out for their company, and, it's, and we went on it today. It's super nice, super comfortable. Nice. Anyone's in Mauritius, you know, jump. Jump on board. Cool. Cool. Yeah, so we played on that. So even though I'm sick, I've still had a good weekend. Good, good, good for you. Uh, Alex, have you had a good weekend? Uh, it's been okay, I think. Yeah, it's it's actually uh, yesterday was pouring with rain. Um, today is much nicer. It's very sunny. Played a bit of squash this morning. Uh, just had my hot chocolate, so I'm feeling good. Yeah, ready, ready to banter. Ready to banter. So that's, uh, that's good. Uh, Matt, I, I've, I've realized we've been doing a disservice to South Korea, so I'm coming to Matt from South Korea, which is, you know, you represent the entire country. Where, where are you actually in South Korea? Munsang. Gyeonggi. Oh, yeah, just like 20k south of Pyongyang. So Gyeonggi Do. Okay. No, this is fucking bullshit. Why, why does South Korea get separate cities, but Mauritius is just a place? Because <laughs> this is tiny. Look, to be fair, uh, me and my mate were doing the math. Like South Korea is barely bigger than the West Cape, Adam. Is it? Mm. Is it bigger yeah, than the Alex Mauritius, gets Cape yeah. Town, you get Joburg. No, Matt, Matt gets South Korea. If you're outside of South Africa, you don't get a city. Can we... Can we nail that down? Okay. Okay. Well, ap- okay. apparently you take this quite personally, so you know. I, yeah. I, I don't have a horse in that race, so that's that's okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So. I just, really just don't keep, mind either. Just keep the peace. Let's do this. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, I think uh, triggered. Because also, I really don't care to learn about what the two towns in Mauritius are called. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, you know, to be honest, it's, it's a crock of bullshit. And it came in cities. So, so, so like, like now, like some, somehow I became a, like a, a reviewer on Google Maps. And whenever I go to a place, it's like, how was your visit to this city? I was like, that city's like fucking three houses and a petrol station. And now I have to answer all these questions. And, yeah, you see, there's, well, I assume there are only like four people who do reviews in Mauritius. So, I mean... You're a huge influence. Yeah, no, like, like uh, I am the authority. Google Maps always asks me if a place has an ATM. That seems to be people's main concern. Does this place have an ATM? No. Which is fair, actually. <laughs> yeah, like, to be fair, it's a huge, it's a huge issue. I don't think yeah, I and then I, accident, I accidentally said a place had an ATM the other day, and it didn't have an ATM, but now I don't know how to go back and see if it has an ATM and, like, change my answer. So if anyone's looking at the Google Maps, there's a place called the Dodo Club in Mauritius. It does not have an ATM. So don't go there expecting an ATM. I, I apologize for that. <laughs> I, I feel a lot better. I've got that off my chest. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. um, now that Ben's got that off his chest, just a quick run through of what we're going to be doing today. Uh, hello, intro, check. That's done. 
Have we got some news? <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I, I love it when I can pick something off this off like a, it, it helps, a, a to-do yeah. list. Yes. Yeah, a bit of momentum. This yeah. is like the, the, the first item on your to-do list is make a to-do list. Yes. And you straight away get a ticket off. <laughs> like halfway through the list, I'm confident. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to finish this one. I'll just tick it off so long. <laughs> news. We're gonna, we're gonna chat a bit about the news. Uh, then we're gonna talk about the Super Rugby final, the arm wrestle that was the Super Rugby final. Then it's our end of season awards. We haven't prepped for these at all, which is I, I think appropriate for our style. So we're just gonna chat about some awards. And then uh, a new feature or newish is Ben's big idea. Ben's got a very good idea this this week. This week he has told us. Ben, I'm yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we, we forgot to. We forgot. We forgot to check our email. We presume multiple different sponsors have come back to us, yes. but we haven't checked our email yet. So well, Adam only we are, just remembered still... what the password was when he asked me now. Yeah, but, that, yeah. but that's why I haven't edited the section from last week, because I haven't heard anything game. about a sponsor. Um, and then what was meant to happen before Super Rugby began is that all of us being responsible adults were meant to submit a sheet of answers to a series of questions about the coming Super Rugby season. It appears Ben and Alex are the only adults in the room. They managed yeah. to do it, even yeah. though I forwarded... Your predictions. I've, yeah, your predictions. I forwarded Ben's email to the Elite Rugby Banter address, even though I didn't do it myself, That's uh, which makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, Matt forgot. Clearly, I forgot because I can't find it. So it's going to be Ben. I, ben I'm going to blame moving. At some point, I was moving to another country. <laughs> even though I think it was like two months that was, afterwards. That was way afterwards. <laughs> like yeah. Two months afterwards. But I'm still going to blame it. I'm still going to blame it. I'm still um, going to blame it. Well, speaking of blame, and the blame. And, and also, just just a disclaimer. Well. I don't I don't remember filling in this form. Yeah. Well, Ben, uh, I don't know what you did because apparently you sent it to the wrong email address too, and it still got received by no, the right it, people. He sent it to me. So the ERB bureaucracy is somehow sound. I I remember doing it, but I remembered incorrectly because I thought my answers were different to what it turns out they were. <laughs> other completely injured now. And then also I I password protected mine when I sent it to Adam because I was convinced he was going to try and copy my answers. What? For like draft Because yeah, because I think the deadline it turns was out he didn't, the he didn't even bother to submit yes. his own, so that was all for nothing. Yeah, like, sorry, I, yeah, I thought it was all smoke and mirrors to like get secret hints for the draft because the deadline was like a week that's, before the draft. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah, I thought he was gonna. And they spent weeks yeah. talking me into picking jacket here. But it, as as Matt said, uh, there is some blame. We're gonna have the blame game. We're gonna have the Adam Thompson call out, perhaps. And then uh, I have end here. Okay, I guess that means we're going to end. So, <laughs> without, without further ado... So, good ado, news, listeners. Good news, listeners. We have scheduled an end. <laughs> yes. Don't, don't forget the end, Adam. <laughs> yes. Without, without further ado, to, to get into the news, uh, Severus, Ben's favorite uh, rugby player in the Super Rugby universe... Uh, Excuse He's me. All oh, Especially that's the worst lead-in for someone on this news article, Adam. Sorry. Sorry. Favorite player. Also, just the by the way, I haven't even mentioned his name. Severis. Yes. You said it twice. Oh, have I? No. Okay. This the is wine, the second the time. Clearly talking. Um, <laughs> I'm glad we turned out quality for minute one this episode, guys. Yes. Uh, Steve Hansen. He's under the pump. After Severis was selected for New Zealand squad for the upcoming rugby championship for the first two games, uh, New Zealand rugby, they've been told that why are they selecting a person who has been previously charged with domestic violence, uh, in a nutshell? Like with, Steve, isn't it like within 18 months? Uh, yes, that's correct, because yeah, Reese was, yeah. was meant to sign for an Irish club, the name escapes me, and then after the... Connect. Thank you. And then Manasa Mattielli's injury, he picked up a contract with the Crusaders, and the rest is in history. He's now in the All Black squad. Uh, Steve Hansen, the soothsayer that he is, uh, he apparently has been just chatting a bit about Reef's dodgy past. 
So I'm just trying to find here. In October last oh, year. Oh, is, is it the one, is it that article I just posted in the group? Yeah, the Rabbi Passman. The Rabbi Yeah. Oh, God, his comments are hilarious. Yeah, in October, just a bit of background, Reese 22, he was discharged without conviction in the Hamilton District Court on, an, on one account of male assaults female, which he admitted to. Um, yeah. So, and apparently, he's a you should mention he wasn't convicted because they didn't want to hinder his rugby career. So, yeah. he was not convicted on like shitty special circumstances. Where's, uh, okay, I don't know that, but yeah. I'll, I'll take your word for it. So, yeah, um, I think that's guilty. a different. That's that's it's not guilty, in the rugby but he wasn't convicted. Like, yeah, he doesn't yeah. have a conviction up against his name, and yeah. that was they yeah. specifically said it's because he was a an up and coming. Yeah. Yeah, promising rugby player. It's similar to our, our, our rapist swimmer friend from America, basically. Yeah. yeah. And there was a now a lighty as well that in America that where they also the, the judge was like, no, 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 it's cool. I'm not going to try him as an adult. I think he's 16. He's now 17. So he would be automatically tried as an adult. But they like when it happened, you're 16. And they made the petition and his firm grounds were saying like, look, no, he <laughs> like everything he did was within the mind of an adult. And the judge was like, yeah, but I'm not going to try him as an adult because he's getting oh, sure. He comes from like a good family. No, 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 no. Even, even shitter than that. He's been, he's been accepted to like two good colleges. Hmm. Yeah, so we don't want to scream out of his college. Yeah, yeah. So the the yeah. judge, yeah, that judge got overturned on appeal. Yeah. yeah. So uh, um, can I just mention what this Hanson does, actually said? This is broader than <laughs> what did what did Hanson say? Yeah, so we're Hanson getting said. a little bit sidetracked here. Uh, so I'll point to what Steve Hanson said. He just said in an interview with the Herald, I think it's really important to understand no one condones domestic violence. At the same time, as employers of anyone who goes through that, you have a duty of care to help that person get better. I think in the case of Sevi, the Crusaders have done a magnificent job. He has flourished in the environment. There's no doubt he's a better person. Blah, 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 blah. As New Zealand rugby employees, we have a duty of care to see blah, 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 blah. Really, all our job now is to bring him into our environment. We've chosen to make sure he continues his growth. We look forward to working with him because on all accounts, he's a lovely young man. Yes, he's made a mistake, a mistake and he's recognized that. Not, not, by, not by all accounts. Not on all accounts. There's at least one account. I'm pretty sure one person at least is not a big fan of Severus. Yeah. What you're missing are the two gems that Hans I'm busy getting there. Okay, this way he's recognized and improved, blah, blah, blah. We've had conversations with the Crusaders people who have been managing him, and everyone's giving him a massive tick, and he's giving himself one on the track. Oh as well as offered at the moment. Uh, whilst you have to take into consideration it's been dealt with, so we've moved on. He's playing really good football, so that's why I got selected. No, where are the, where are the good quotes? Uh, some of the ones... They, at the bottom of the article. Yeah, at the oh, you skipped over one of them already, I think. No, he hasn't. There, oh. There's the one... It's, so there's the one where it says domestic violence is a big part of our society, unfortunately. So rugby's going to have people within its community that are involved in this. <laughs> yeah. I don't that's think that's the part of my demographic. Like, it's just... Yeah, like, 1% of the world's people are murderers, therefore it's acceptable that 1% <laughs> yeah. of rugby players are murderers. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. And well, then yes, the, next, the next one is, is <laughs> when he says, and having been a policeman, I've seen plenty of it, and I know it's not just restricted to males assaulting women. Women assault males too. It's not a gender thing. It's a New Zealand problem. <sighs> oh, 
else is relevant? Like that. I, like he's trying to shift the blame. He's trying to justify. That's it. a stupid thing to say. It's okay, so, so there are a couple of things. Uh, first of all, um, this isn't the only context in which we're going to discuss the All Black Squad, is it? No, I doubt it. Yeah, Adam? We should probably just go to the All Black Squad as well. Uh, I, I, I hadn't included it, but we, we could chat a little bit about that too after this. Let's, I'm sure it'll sure we'll pop up. Yeah, yeah. Sometime before end, let's do that. Okay, I'll put it um, in here. Insulin somewhere. Okay. But then, uh, so it's a tricky one, right? Because in a way, like I, I, my your instinct is like, you know, the guy's obviously a prick. He beat up his wife, um, as a lot of guys have done before, or whatever. And like Hanson says, no one's condoning it. But. Uh, it is like, isn't it kind of a condemnation? Like, I'd say condoning that, it, sure. Yeah, like you are condoning because there's no real life impact on him. He pled guilty. He wasn't convicted. So, I mean, I'm I'm unclear as to like they say he's he's served his his debt to society or whatever. But has he? Like, do we know that he did that? Like, did he do community service or something? I don't know. So that's like that's super vague. Um, and then all the stuff about how he's like developed into this really nice young guy or whatever. Do we know that either? Like, I've never seen him in an interview or anything like that. And, I mean, it's a bit kind of harsh to just assume the worst of him. But he pled guilty to domestic assault. So that's a fact. And then everything else isn't really factual. It's all just hearsay. So it's it's pretty tough for us to really know what to make out of this. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, if... if I feel like he should have at some point come out and, and made a statement and said, listen, like, uh, this is on my record, except that it kind of isn't. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm deeply ashamed of it, but it doesn't define who I am. Um, I've This is what I've been doing to try and, like, better myself. You know, I've been teaching, you know, I've been coaching rugby at, like, a girls' college or something voluntarily or, you know, doing community service or volunteering somewhere. I don't know, like, just anything to kind of, prove that all this talk about him having changed as a person is more than just talk yeah because it's like it's 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 uh it's small talk like you can anyone can say I've, I've i've changed as a person you know um charles manson could say that doesn't make it true so well, he's dead. yeah well exactly but um which some would say is an improvement i don't know like it just seems some. like yeah uh, he's but not making beautiful know, like, music anymore. It, at, at, but at the but, same time, but, right, I, was, I was thinking about this earlier today. I was like, you know, because Sevi Reese was like 20 years old when this happened, or 21 years old when this happened. Um, which, I mean, first of all, it's like, he seems a bit young to be married in the first place, but whatever, I'm not going to judge that. Um, I just feel like if you take a, a 21, 20 year old Sevi Reese who gets drunk and is in the habit of beating up his wife or whatever, it seems to me like one of the worst things you could do is exclude him from playing rugby. At that point, um, yeah, it seems it seems a, a really good outlet for that yeah. anger or the, those and, issues. Yeah, yeah, and like, I do think I mean rugby does have like a bit of a problem. Um, it seems like with you know, alcoholic alcohol culture and like you know there's like to- toxic masculinity stuff like we talked about when Amanaki Mafia had his, his meltdown and all that kind of thing. So yeah, there's an element to be like being exposed to that might not be great, but I think for the most part like it's a good environment for people to kind of find themselves in and to to grow as a human being. Like, I think rugby does do that for people. So I can potentially believe that. But I don't know. Like, I, it would have been good if they'd come out, if he'd come out and said something like, listen, 
I'm donating all my All Black, you know, or 50% of what I earn for the All Blacks to a charity for um, abused women or something. That mm-hmm. would have been like a gesture that yeah, would that, be. Yeah, because at the moment it it feels like they're kind of just like, oh, just let's let's just move on. Like we yeah. we don't really have an answer about whatever he's yeah. good at rugby, so let him play. Yeah, but, and but I, I like think this uh, that it's a big deal, but it is a big deal. So, yeah, yeah, like Hanson is really trying his best to try and downplay it at this point. Yeah, well, basically, basically they could have they could have handled it a lot better. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Um, can, can I just say something? It, it, because you, you sort of justice and punishment and whatever. So, so there, there are two sort of theories on, you know, like you get convicted of a criminal action. One is, um, okay, you, you're being punished now. You've yeah, done something you do. wrong. You're being punished. And then the other one is, okay, how can we correct, correct your behavior? How can we restore you to yeah. a functioning member of society or whatever? Yeah, so it depends on sort of you know, how, how you look at do, do you want punishment or do you want rehabilitation? Mm. Because in the case of Severis, if we view everything as true, as Alex said, it is kind of hearsay. The Crusaders have rehabilitated him. He is now, he's going forward, he's representing his country at a sport. He's, he's now uh, a role model in, in the sporting sense, at least. Now he, he's, really, he's adding value to the country, he's adding value to his community, blah, blah, blah. Mm. He's he wouldn't have been able to do that if they just thrown him in prison. Yeah. To be honest, Severis is contributing a lot more to society by playing rugby yes. than he would be if if he got the punishment which people would argue he deserves. This, so so it does come down to kind of this philosophical issue, all yeah. this uh, whatever this. Well, yeah. yeah. I guess uh, it's philosophical. Well, I mean, the so, like yeah, I, I think I think it's more fact based because like I think they've they've accepted that as well. And they've said, you know, we're not going to punish him to the judge, so we're not going to convict because we don't want to be punitive. We're going to try and rehabilitate you. So, cool. But then my question is, what did that actually happen? Because we don't know. Like, they say he's rehabilitated. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, they've not put out anything. Like, he's been, like, as you said, as you mentioned, he's been doing this community service or doing whatever, or going to this program or something along those lines, which... Yeah. is not difficult for the Crusaders or like someone <laughs> to say he's doing this. Yeah. And, I, I mean, that it's is, hard to say it if, he, if he's not doing, not doing it. it. Yeah, I know, but that's the thing. So why are you saying he's a better person, he's improving, when mm. clearly you've got no proof that he's done anything, then you've just got to be like, oh, he's a good bloke now. Do we think there are double standards with, with sport as opposed to like anything else? Because if, if this was just a job at a bank... Yeah. Yo, if he if he was a very yeah. promising engineer or whatever, yeah, you know, I guess I guess if he was maybe an maybe maybe an actor or something like that, it would be a bit different. Yeah, yeah, any sort of they, any sort of yeah, celebrity, so to speak. Yeah, it's like entertainment. It's quite weird because because at the time he had obviously had a very successful metric, but it wasn't a. I didn't feel it was a super high profile thing. Like I only heard about it sort of after the fact. Yeah, like once he sort of yeah. started, once he started started playing for the Crusaders, almost uh, it actually sort no, of came I out. Think, I think I remember What's... like this preseason. There no, was, no, there I, was... I remember I remember oh. hearing about it before, but it, like I don't feel because sometimes I feel uh, there, there's outside pressure on judges and stuff. I don't think, but I, like I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it was the case. Mm, yeah, you shouldn't be. Yeah, there shouldn't be. But anyway, I think we probably talked this to death. I mean. It's a tough situation, and I don't think... I think there is a right way to handle it, but it doesn't seem like the All Blacks have really done that. 
unfortunately. So yeah, I, I think I hope it doesn't. I hope two things. I hope first of all that doesn't cloud their um, sort of rugby world cup campaign too much. And I also hope that what they're saying about Sevi Reese is true, that he is actually reformed. Mm, would be nice. Mm. Yeah. Indeed. Anyway. Cool. All right. So, uh, moving on. So, uh, from Sevi Reese to Clayton Blomikis. You know? It's quite <laughs> <laughs> The new Kings coach. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the new Kings coach. Uh, unfortunately, Clayton Blomikis, he's been given the boot by Scarlet's after what has, uh, has been described as a poor season. Uh, the 28-year-old, he'd only been with the Walsh side for a season. Blomikis failed to make an impact on the Scarlets and played just six matches before he'd been loaded out to English side Leicester Tigers. Uh, Blomikis told that back uh, 24, I did my job. I did what they asked me. They're going to pay out the year of my contract and my agent is looking for me elsewhere. I was sad when I heard the bad news of a few days ago. It hurt, but I'm patiently waiting for my agent to try something for me. My wife and child enjoyed it there. So it's, so it's just so sad to hear that we won't go back. But then uh, former Scarlet's boss, Wayne Pivak, he was not happy with Blomicky's fitness levels. We do things a bit differently from the cheaters. Uh, shade thrown. <laughs> the, the expectation Jeez. on the players is to be in a certain shape, and Clayton has a bit of work to do in area Pivak <laughs> at the start of last season. So uh, I, I, it didn't work out, uh, unfortunately. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh God! So he's looking for a new club. Could go to the Kings. Well, maybe, maybe you can sign up. No, they've got a decent centre. Maybe you can sign up with Bastro in New York. Is he a fullback? He's a fullback. Yeah, fullback. Fullback. Oh, they've got a bear. They've got Yao Panke, so they've even, it's even worse for him there. But it sounds like he's a centre now. Yeah, he's, he's centre fat, so they can take him to New York, and you can follow old Bastro. Also, a player maybe, that got kicked out of go back and play. For being slow. Maybe he can come play hooker for the Lions because Robbie could see us leaving and Malcolm Marks is in Japan until yeah. mid-year. Yeah. And, uh, what about Jan Hennings Kempf? What is his name? Jan Hennings Kempfer or something? Uh, Kempfer. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, Clayton, sorry. No opportunity. Sorry, yeah. Clayton. Yeah. Okay, at the Lions for you. I mean, there's still space on the bench there, right? Like, it's better than nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah like, in the, the 16 gets quite a lot of time. Yeah. Speaking Especially now that Marks is gone. Speaking of the bench, yeah. Robbie Fleck, he's risen up from the ashes from his own coaching bench, uh, with John Dobson appointed as the head coach of Western Province for the 2019 Curry Cup campaign and also for the Stormers for next year. Uh, Dobson Jesus, management that article team has not been changed from last year with Darby Snayman, uh, Norman uh, Laker, I, I wonder if I'm pronouncing it, and, Han- and Hanyani Shimange, the assistant coaches. Robbie Fleck, he will be assisting all Western Province coaches teams on a technical basis. He recently stepped sure. down as Storm's coach. Um, that's like that's like the coaching equivalent of being moved from centre to wing. But like he's, I mean, Paul Trues, that's the thing. So Province have two coaches with no actual position just floating around yeah. in a yeah. technical role. They've got a, true and fair. No, and they don't no, have money you know to play players. Yeah, I was about to say it's really good because they're super flush with cash. So, you know, yeah. but they're yeah. probably, you know, looking to... <laughs> just have two spare coaches just like yeah and the one is known to be a shit coach and I was technically advising everyone so what is it the, so Robbie I can just imagine Flecky arriving so I would do this 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 and the coach writing it all down and then just at the top of the page exactly don't do this don't <laughs> do the exact opposite yeah, yeah. Or, or maybe he'll be advising on the hospitality how that's going in the suites as he'll be wandering around not adding much value I don't know maybe he's like hospitality <laughs> or something like that 
don't know. Just, yeah. I mean, he's lost his job, huh? Because technically he's lost his job. How the fuck is he still employed as, like, a fake coach? Technical advisor? That's probably why. I'll, I'll bet you his salary hasn't gone down as well. Oh, no, yeah. but 100%. His salary is exactly where it is. Yeah. And so you'll get paid like before players. Yeah, yeah, of course. It yeah, I, I think they just they just killing out his contract. Yeah, yeah. it would be too messy just to get rid of him. So they just said, "It's a type of six months we'll pay you." But someone who's not sitting tight, Joe Muller. He said he'd retired from international rugby. He is the king of bands. Everybody enjoys Joe Muller. He says that how it is. But even though after he retired from international rugby, he is now back in the Eddie Jones's official 35-man rugby world cup training squad. And apparently, Jones said, I saw Joe during the Barbarians week, and he indicated that he had a desire to come back. We have since had a couple of chats, and we've given him an opportunity to do that now. It's up to him to show us what he has got. So, uh, guys are guys are panicking before this World Cup, eh? Mm. Like, there's a lot but of this who, kind of who's thing. In, like, who's injured that they need? Is it is Marler, like, injury cover? Or is Joe, like, he just said, oh, I'm fine. I don't want to retire anymore. And Jones is like, okay, you're in. <laughs> I don't know, it just, it just seems like no one, like, everyone's, like, panicking about their their depth all of a sudden. And, yeah. like, we brought in France or Stain and a couple of other guys from overseas. Like, suddenly the Wallabies are, like, I don't know where the Wallabies are, like, oh, James O'Connor, he's good to go. Um, Joe Marlowe coming back, like, there's probably a couple of others. But it just seems like none, none of the coaches are feeling, like, quite adequately prepared at this point. Yeah. So they're all reverting experience prop. No, 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 like, I don't doubt that, but he did sub Jones a bit, and I would be pretty pissed off if I was the guy who lost out on my English, who, who is, what's his name, maybe Ben Moon, or, uh, I'm not no, quite sure who it's, went. it's, um, fuck, it's Lucid, what's his name again? <sighs> Who's the one that, uh, that now was in the... Fuck, they were all saying he was going to, when they, when we toured there, they were going to eat our props alive. Oh, fuck, what's his name? Kyle Sinclair. No, not Sinclair. Lucid. No, Sinclair's in. Oh, fuck me, I don't know this. I can't remember. I actually wanted to commend Adam for saying, just not sitting tight, you know, and then <laughs> mentioning a Lucid. I was almost proud of you, Adam, for that <laughs> accidental brilliance. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Um, yeah, but no, anyway, if I was that guy, I'd be I'd be a bit pissed off. Cause, his name not? Yeah. And also, Marla wasn't, he, he kind of left the... Uh, the squad under Jones because he was sort of he, he kind of indicated of that it was a bit it was a bit cuck under Jones, eh? Yeah. Yeah, he burnt a lot of bridges on his way out. Yo, well, that's kind of the impression I got, and now everyone's chomping again, so it's a bit yeah. weird. It's the same as Francois Stan, though, right? I mean, okay, maybe he didn't burn Rusty's. Okay, yeah, Francois Stan didn't. Yeah, but he burnt his bridges with he burnt his bridges with Mayer, though, not Rusty. Yeah, but also just sorry, genuinely. Like, I'm surprised they let... I mean, fuck, I'm not so that surprised it's Rassi. They let him do whatever the fuck he wants. Um, Vinipola. But he's most probably injured. Yeah, he is. Oh, Vinipola? He's Mako. He's there for rehabilitation purposes. I thought you were talking about, like, some random up-and-comer. No, it was... No, we lose Marla and him on the two ones, essentially, the starting ones. Okay. Okay, yeah, but maybe Marla's... Okay, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Well, you've entered Rassi. Sure, we can... Rassi, he he also spoke about the reasons why there's been um, a few international players called into the squad. Also talking about Franz Steyn, he just said there's been a few logistical issues to sort out with, with Steyn before he could join the squad full-time. Steyn being one of 10 overseas players included in the extended squad for the upcoming shortened rugby championship. 
which obviously the box will use to prepare for the World Cup campaign. Uh, Montpellier player, he linked up with the squad, but Erasmus, Erasmus has said that the 32-year-old, he needed to sort out stuff with like, logistics with before joining the camp to see his family. Um, what else did he say here? Admin and family. Oh, Those are the words he said. From oh, Saturday, oh, with what? Is this like last year where the way yeah. the Springboks paid France France Day's ticket back home so he could see his family and then he's not going to play? Bismarck and what's-his-face. There were like three of them. Yeah. But he, this he, smells of exactly the same He bullshit. did say he is not as fit as our fittest guy, but he's definitely fitter than our unfittest guy. <laughs> Erasmus. He's right in the range. What did, you, what did we say? He's right in the range between like Krill and Mahaba. The Mahaba Krill divide. He, yeah. he walks that line. <laughs> So yeah. I don't know if he's where he tends towards, but he's definitely in there, in that gap somewhere. He definitely tends towards the bottom. I'm sorry, like. <laughs> well, you wouldn't. If, I mean, if the, you wouldn't mention it, yeah. yeah if he wasn't, why would you yeah, be? Why, why would you be that cryptic if it, if you had good news? He's, like, he's if you're like, oh, guys, like, like, actually, you won't believe it, but like, France is actually in pretty good shape. Like, you just come out and be like, France is in good shape, guys. But the only reason you you like muddy the waters is if the news is bad. Like, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So so babe, to to me to me that's that's Rassi saying, Franz Stein is the second least fit guy in the squad. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so Yakane is lapping him on like the 400 meter track, laughing, <laughs> cruising, doing a little jive as he's <laughs> yeah, doing. dancing past him, doing yeah. the moon, the moonwalk. <laughs> just moonwalking backwards past him, <laughs> <in> suicide. <laughs> Yeah, Which is really impressive to do in tugs because he's just plowing the field while he's doing it. <laughs> yeah. Groundskeeper uh, shitting himself like, fuck! <laughs> Erasmus, he, he identified the importance of having experienced players in the squad. He said that the way we plan it is that we play Japan, it's our last warm-up game, then two weeks later New Zealand, and then we play Namibia, where we will probably rest a few of the first-choice players in inverted brackets. Uh, that's it. I don't know, Alex so France, that. Is France then going to be captain for that game? Yeah, we will then play Italy, which is a pretty big game the in sheer, Canada. So every two weeks we'll play the our first team, if I could put it that way. You cannot respect, disrespect other teams. You still need some seniority and guys who can step up without having a hiccup like Japan in 2015. Are we giving mm-hmm. Namibia their first World Cup w- match win? Namibia is going to be the Japan of 2019, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up. Oh, I look forward to us... I look forward to us going back-to-back greatest rugby upsets in the yeah. world. <laughs> it's coming home to Swakopmund, guys. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what the embarrassing thing is? If Italy beats us, it would actually be a massive upset as well. Yeah, because yeah. they've done it. Like, they beat us a lot sure, like, a while ago. No, like, no, on we, on, we on recent there. form, they're up. Like, on recent form, they're up. Technically. You're, you're only as good as your last result. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, speaking okay. of uh, good as your last result, I'll find a piece of news for the day. Wallabies coach Michael Chaker, he's bullish about uh, David Pocock uh, being fit for the World Cup, raising him a better than 50-50 chance. Surely, it's, you know, you'd want a guy better than 50-50, even, even better than better than a 50-50 chance of playing in a World Cup. Uh, but, I mean, for David Pocock, like 50-50 is like, the best chance he's had in the last six years. Six months. But have you, any of you yeah. guys had a calf injury before? I never have. So, uh, I've, not, like no. a, not a proper one, but I mean, I've, my calf's a bit sore right now, to be honest. The no. closest I've gotten to a calf injury is an ankle injury. <laughs> you know, it, you, you're right, though. It doesn't, it's not, because there are certain injuries where you like, it, they take a long time. Hips seem to be one of them. Certain type, like uh, MCL, yeah, ACL, MCL, stuff yeah. like that yeah, seems yeah, to. That. But you don't hear a lot of, 
like recurring big cough pro- shoulders seem to be a thing like if you have a bad shoulder it seems to stay yeah, with because you because you take contact into it constantly yeah but it, like you those... don't hear a lot about someone with a recurring cough injury maybe just no, because like too many of those cough presses in the gym and now it's fucked i've looked at a remark about his powerpoint presentations using his coughs to <laughs> make, make mask <laughs> <laughs> my impression's always been like whenever whenever it's like around a like a joint, um, there's a much higher chance of it sort of reoccurring. Mm. Whereas if it's like a muscular it, it, um, injury, like once it heals, it, it should be good to go. Like a calf or a bicep, which is literally just an up down motion muscle. Yeah, and like also just I think more just the way it like it knits back onto the bone or whatever. Um, mm. Like once it's healed, it's healed. I don't know. I might be wrong. I mean, fuck. What I know, but yeah, I mean, to be honest, like without without Pocock at the World Cup, they they look very weak. I think. Yeah, I mean, um, they've they've called up apparently to this article Liam Wright and Rob Valentini to cover him. But I feel like those two players combined are still not good enough compared. Like they make enough out for him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they could they could play like an extra player to get like, two two open sides of the field, and they still wouldn't have the equivalent of taking mm-hmm. Pocock. All right. Well, look, God that's gonna gosh. that's gonna wrap it up for news. Uh, not not a very exciting end to news, but I think that's quite poetic. Talking about the Super Rugby final between the Crusaders and the Jaguars. The Crusaders they won their I think their tenth title overall when yes. they, when they put the Jaguars 19-3 in pretty what looked like cuck Christchurch conditions. I know. Kate... It, was, it was just cold. It was just cold. Yeah. So the grass well, I don't think it was too. raining. Yeah, the grass was just dewy from cold. That was it. Oh, it only looked bad because the crowd was miserable the whole time. Yeah, well, that's classic Christchurch. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd hate to watch rugby there. Christchurch crowd, like, late, lately crowds at Super Rugby seem to have the attitude that they're actually, like, doing the team a favor by being... By being, yeah. Yeah. Well, in a way, they, can't, they are... But anyway, um, well, no, I mean, well, yeah, but in a way, it's like it's like a reciprocal sort of thing. Like, yeah, you know, it's supposed you to be symbiotic. Uh, Cody yeah. Taylor, he got a try, and Richie Mwang, he nailed five from five from the tee, taking his tally for the entire playoff series. Oh, God, I just used a sounds of word. Uh, it's a 17-17, to 17, just one penalty from Joaquin Diaz-Bonilla. Uh, Mateus Moroni, he probably had the best chance of the game for the, for the Aguilas after a saucy yeah, offload. Two. two, I didn't see the second yeah, yeah, one. two. Yeah, the yeah, first one, he was, he was about to round David Havili. Havili put in a good tackle, but I feel like Moroni stuffed it up after Pablo Matera's saucy offload, which is most upsetting. Uh, no, I was, me and my mate, me and, uh, me and Korean Nick were discussing it. <laughs> like, there was nothing Moroni could have done. Like, once Havili had committed, like, Havili made the most, probably the best decision of his life to commit to the tackle on Moroni. And once he'd done that, Moroni was fucked. There was no one to offload to. There was no one else. There was the support runner was just too far away. Had he done the offload too early, they would have caught the guy. The support runner, like it was just Havili, just made the best decision of his life. Havili just did well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was good. Well, yeah I, thought, uh, I think Bryn Hall, Bryn Hall came from behind as well. I think for that, so. Yeah, so Bryn Hall was there to like intercept any offloads and all sorts of shit. Yeah, yeah but also the, on, what I also liked on on the halftime, uh, I mean the Hooter had signed up for halftime, and you thought everybody thought he was going to kick it out. Bryn Hall said no. Um, he's probably individually the worst player, but he pretty works so well in their system, and he and he took took a charge, created a gap, eventually led to a penalty, and Wanga knocked it over. So. 
yeah. I mean, I, I just watched the first half. I had to head off for the second, but it just looked like a just a really sludgy arm wrestle. The, 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 just, yeah. Which and, is fun for a final because that's what a final should be. The yeah. Final needs to be and, a and, test. And no, but, but what, like, what, like I don't know. Like, I, I, you expect a level of entertainment at least. There was like, some. Though, like, I don't know. The Argentinians definitely had one or two good runs. Like the Crusaders had one good run, and that was White Locks. Yeah, the second before before Taylor's try. Yeah, like, like I don't know. Like in terms of attacking rugby, I would argue the the Jaguars probably had. Jaguars won every. The Jaguars won essentially every stat, but it was just unfortunate that their penalties were all kickable. And then there was White Locks. White Locks try was against the flow of the game. So it's like yeah. one try against him in the flow of the game and then several penalties that were very kickable. And they just were struggling with their I mean, I guess it's the... It's, it's experience. The nature of, yeah, it's the nature of the Crusaders. Like, they, they don't get flustered when they're losing the stats game against, yeah. like, a team as random as the Crusaders, as, as the Higuaros. They just bide their time, stay patient, and then they know that when an opportunity does come, they'll, they'll capitalize on it. And Vanilla just couldn't kick... Cool. Yeah. No, but it's that it's a, it's a winning's a habit sort of thing as well. Like yeah. that the the all the Crusaders players, well, mo- apart from kind of Seven Reese, had been in that situation before. They were at home. They weren't going to get flustered. They knew what they had to do, and they this did was it. Their, what did I say? This is their twenty seventh win at home in a finals game. Yeah, and that's Yo, like they haven't record. lost the playoff game. In like and that's four a years that's a hundred percent record as well. That the twenty seven. 27 wins at home in a playoff game. Yeah, incredible. Um, yeah. yeah, I think they're, the, they're the gross. Like the, the, it's weird they though, because like, they sicken me. Like, it's weird though, because we I was discussing this with, with Korean Nick, Nick uh, at beers after the game. The Crusaders are weird in the, in, in the sport. Like, any other sport has a team that does so well, and you and everyone hates them. But in rugby, no one really hates the Crusaders. You're like, ah, man, they're not the... You, like, you sort of have, like, a bit of a begrudge. Like, there's more yeah, respect that, than anything. That's possible. part of the mystique of the Crusaders. Like, you should hate them, because the amount of, like, dodgy refing calls they get away with, and... And Jesus, what Sam Whitelock like, That fucking penalty where he's pointing, yeah, we're going for touch, we're going for touch, quick tap, and, like, nine of them essentially truck and trailer over the line. Yeah. Yeah, no, but, I don't know. I don't know. It's so good to watch. It's like yeah, it's the thing. Like it's it's the uh, it's the the usual suspects. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing you he doesn't exist. Yeah. Very nice. Kaiser Soze. Oh, um, is that going to be the new Crusaders' name, Kaiser Soze? Christchurch Kaiser Soze. The Christchurch literal Satan's. Be yeah. less controversial. One, yeah. one thing I, oh, no, I noticed was Matt, you could tell me about this. Joe Moody. Uh, I mean, the Yogi R's kind of had him a little oh, bit under the pump during during the final. Uh, Yaku Paper went round to his side of the scrum to check Jesus, it out. Hand, he was going tripod like most of the game. Yeah, like he did. I, I caught him at least three or four times in not binding and using his arm on the ground. I feel like and he's Paper a said, "Fuck." I love uh, Matt. Matt, like I, I caught him. Like you were the, you were there on the, on the ground. I was like, I'm standing there, Mr. Touch Judge. I'm tapping, I'm tapping the Touch Judge on the shoulder, like sir, sir, sir. Look at his hand. That hand is holding turf. 
Not jersey. Come. <laughs> Tell paper. I, 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 I remember once I was I was watching UCT play and they're playing quite a dodgy club like uh, Belleville or one of those ones. Okay. Yeah. And I I was basically just like walking past. And they were playing, but the Belleville fans, they were really, like, they, they run onto the field, and they're, like, yelling at the ref the whole time, blah, 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 okay? And yeah. then, um, then the, so there was a touch judge, but then one of the Belleville players threw a punch, okay? Mm-hmm. And then the ref saw the punch, but he didn't see the, the number, you know, it was just, like, yeah. in the ruck, a bit chaotic, and the touch judge didn't see it either, but I saw it was number four. So the ref was just kind of like looking around, and I just kind of tapped four fingers to my chest, and then the ref <laughs> called the four and gave him a red card. And then I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna get like, I'm gonna get like stabbed at the car park." Yeah, so I just, yeah Ben just left immediately. <laughs> no, no, but, but like, like the way I did it, like the Bubble fans didn't like my back was to them, kind of. So none of them saw me do it, but Are I'm like, someone definitely with- like. What? We're going to hear of, like, some <laughs> attack on, like, Mauritius now all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Snitches get snitches. Yeah. So you should have done it. Yeah. Fuck. Um, uh, I'm sure. My, my, my yeah. best uh, ref, ref story at ECT, uh, um, I was at Eternal League one time, and I was on uh, watching from the sideline, obviously had a bit to drink or whatever, and then we were playing another res, and... I don't know, like, I just, I, I was just giving the ref shit all game, like, just, you know, drinking nonsense. Um, and then one of our guys threw, like, a like a super flat pass that, you know, drifted forward a bit, a bit to the ref. Ref calls, blows whistle calls forward. So I was like, it was quite, like, quite close to us. So I lost my shit. And I was like, what the fuck, ref? Come on, that was marginal. What the fuck? It's marginal, ref. And he just turns around and looks at it, and he's like, marginal's still forward. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Yeah, okay. You know, it's a good call, Ref. <laughs> oh, no, you've got me on a technicality there, Ref, Mr. Ref. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. I, like, like, you don't understand the subtleties of internal league. You can kind of do what you want. Like, Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. You know, that, fair, that, like, uh, forward is an inverted commas. Yeah, much more forward passes than that not get picked up. But anyway, <laughs> it was quite funny. Put me in my place. Um, yeah. Anything else to say about this final? Beyond being the expected result, Kieran Reed, a few other, a few other guys, Ryan Crotty, uh, I think he knew he was there most most of the time. I think he was. The, he didn't even play, he, sorry. What's the money of what's the money on him just being in like a VR headset? And they're just like, yeah, you're on the field, and then he's just like running in a, in a view in the background, like in a room and behind the locker room, just pretending to play, giving him a con- giving himself a concussion by running into a wall. <laughs> Do you think the Jags could have won it if it was in Argentina? Yeah. yeah. I think so. I think so. I think they would have had the guess. I mean, it's what we spoke about last week, like the fact yeah. that they operate on passion, and then you get to this like this grand final situation, which we were just talking Most about. how dour grand final. Oh, like, yeah. Like it, but, I mean, not not just this one specifically, but like finals generally, like they, they, suck, they suck the life out of the game, right? And it's whoever can, can just be more clinical and like keep their cool on the day that will usually get the win and that's like the opposite of what the Jags bring to the table like they just want to kind of go out there and just have non-stop helter-skelter end-to-end you know stuff that they can just wear their opponents down with just sheer passion and like it just wasn't going to be that kind of game so yeah I think if they were in 
if they're in Argentina and they could feed off their own like home crowd, then yeah, yeah. I think they they would have had a pretty good chance. I don't know. They they had they said the large share of everything, but they couldn't crack that Crusaders defense apart from uh, those Moroni opportunities. To a and both of those were just unlucky, so unlucky. Yeah. You like you feel bad for them. Yeah, but I mean they yeah. they didn't disgrace themselves. Do you, uh, look, wait, do, you, do you guys think uh, Pablo Matera is top in the top three? Locked, uh, sorry, forwards in the world? Uh, I, I wouldn't speak of the Northern Hemisphere. I'm too ignorant in that subject. Yeah. The Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, yeah, there's some there's some decent ones in the Northern Hemisphere, the but Southern he's Hemisphere? definitely up there. Like. I'm just trying to think who's better than him in the Southern he's... Hemisphere. Adi Sevier. Um, yeah. Just trying to think about South Africa. We I don't mean, have anyone like, better than him. I don't. Yeah, like um, even even Peter Steff. Like I feel like Peter Steff's on on his level. Like they. Never, but I wouldn't. I, I would. You'd have to really convince me to say Peter Seff's better than yeah. him. But if you say yeah. on the same level, I would. I wouldn't argue with you. I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah. but he doesn't yeah. quite like. I mean, he was kicking up and unders and chasing them. Um, and the New Zealand commentators loved he's it. Just, yeah, he's so gifted. No, like, no, he's he's got a far more complete skill set than not necessarily a back row skill set, mm. but as long as like, like, uh, say, so he's so he's like Bowden Barrett versus so Ben. Would you say this is like the Bowden Barrett versus Richie Mwanga argument? No, this would be like factoring in Bowden Barrett's scrumming abilities into the Richie Mwanga argument. Like, <laughs> I, I don't feel Matera's ability to put a chip through should affect, should move in either direction of if he's a good loose forward well, argument. Well, the commentator said it was quite interesting about him. This is why I also like the Kiwi commentator. I reckon he could kick them. Give, give you a bit of analysis. They said first, second phase, Matera will be the one making the hit. And hitting the ruck, but third third phase onwards, run right about that, he'd be the ball carrier mm. suddenly, which is uh, which I find yeah. interesting. The approach they're using him in both facets. Um, mm. So I it's, feel he's like the simple Adi. I think they do use him in a simple yeah. way. Yeah, Adi does bash yeah. and carry and Adi's just fuck. Well, I reckon great. <laughs> I reckon I reckon Matera is going to be in the team of the tournament for the Rugby World Cup. Oh, yeah. definitely. I think he'll be the standout, the standout blindside. Who, who's in Argentina's group? The World Cup? Argentina group rugby. They had quite a strong one. It's Argentina, yeah, I think England, it's and it's like it's the group of death. So. It's uh, there we are: England, France, Argentina, USA, Tonga. It's a brutal group. The USA. Yeah, so basically only one and only two can go through. Yeah. yeah so, so is this year we don't see England go through? Because I'm pretty sure France are just going to surprise everyone as usual. Is it a surprise if you see it coming? No. (laughs) France France is going to unsurprisingly shock everyone by like just clean sweeping the the group. Talking about surprises (laughs) that you don't see coming, we're now going to move on to our awards. Uh, and in classical ERB fashion, <laughs> we have not prepared for okay, this Adam, at all. I know I, I, know I complimented you for, for not sitting tight, but fuck, that one was so bad. I that, almost, that, I almost want to only... retract my compliment for the sitting tight. I'll, I'll give a balanced verdict. That was the, the only bad segue so far this episode. Oh, thanks. I'll take it. They've, all the other ones have been good, but you're only as good as your last segue, so you, <laughs> you're terrible at it. Okay. <laughs> oh, Adam, did, did you listen to the pod last week? Uh, I got halfway through. Okay, because we le- we left a we left a message for you at the end. Uh, is it, yeah. Apart from being relentlessly slated, uh, I feel like that's common cause whenever I'm not around. You know, I just get tuned. 
Uh, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, we're not getting, fair, we're not getting your podcast while Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not like we're doing it behind your back. <laughs> Is it a surprise? I mean, it's right there on the recording. Why don't you give a listen? So yeah. Exactly. Um, okay, so we got some awards. Literally today, Alex, uh, thank, thank you, Alex, suggested a whole bunch of categories we could vote on. I've added one, um, and we're just going to just uh, chat about each of these relatively quickly. So I guess your first one is Team of the Season. Who's your Team of the Season? General for Super Rugby. Very quick. Uh, I guess it's got to be Crusaders. I was going to say the Jags. I would say for the I would say for the next category would be the Jags. If, yeah. the, if the next category is what I think it is. But I never know with the Mercurial Adam. All details. Well, I mean, Crusaders, Jags. Okay, Ben? I think Crusaders. Like it's, Crusaders, yeah. It's, it's got to be Crusaders. Like, team of the season, the best team yeah, of the season. They won Super IP. It was a foregone conclusion that they'd win the trophy, like, in February. Did, did, the, did the Jags play the Crusaders during the season? No, no. this was their first game this year. Um, just, right, just, just there with me with the stats. I just recognize that. Okay, well then I guess Matt. Mostly because Korean Nick came up with it. You're on the money, you Matt. Most improved team, and then you're yeah, also, your most improved player as well. Okay, well um, most improved team is definitely Jaguars. Yeah, that's for okay, sure. Okay, getting to the final in your fourth season, you've got to give yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, Especially when you compare like the what they've done with the opportunity to what the Sunwolves have done with the opportunity. I think. Yeah. Um, player, about about this. Most improved player. Bryce Higgerty. Bryce Higgerty or like Karen Van as well. I'm gonna go bold call Karen Van Furen as well. Hang on, hang on, guys. Like, should he's got to be? No, 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 look, 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 look Adam, <laughs> Alex, look. If you start from like almost. No, uh, no, no, I, I don't think Karen Van because he did, he didn't really play in yeah. previous seasons. So like, you can't. Okay, yeah, true. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you um, you need a baseline before. Yeah, that's true. Because then it's like saying Severis is the most improved player because, you know, yeah. we didn't know anything Karen about him. And now played, like, shit, played badly, sort of, and then got better. Throughout. Can, I, can I throw out, I don't know, I don't know if I stand by this, but maybe Lizo Poboka. Yeah, Ooh, that's, also that, that's a shot. pretty solid one. Even Trevor that's and Yacani both were a lot better this season. Actually. Yeah, I just, you do know, I mean, I, I feel like Big L was, like, pretty good before the season, but I'm just trying to think along the lines of guys who, who like, forced, forced their way into national contention. Yeah. 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 If, we, if we're basing this on kind of compared to their 2018 season, I would really say Kerwin Bosch. Uh, I, I mean, Kerwin Bosch was, he was certainly the most improved over the course of the whole season because he started out pretty bad, I think. Yeah, yeah he definitely did. His yeah, first yeah, few yeah. rounds at fullback weren't that good. Um... I don't know. It's, it's a tough one. I'm, anyway, trying, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of the Australian teams. Obviously, Jerome Brown. <laughs> no, but I mean, he was he's just maintained at godlike levels of blood. You know he's improved. He went yeah. from, from not playing and being relegated to club rugby to starting pretty much every game. <laughs> Great Cooper. Wait. Great Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> for saying this, Marika Corbetti, he actually towards the latter that latter stage of the season he was a lot better. As well. uh, you know what I'm excited for for Marika Corbetti to go to the Northern Hemisphere and be the just, the top try scorer. No, just God, I I've got the I've got the answer. I know who it is. Naivora. Um, no. Yeah, he improved by going to the Northern <laughs> so, Hemisphere. So, first of all, shout out. Okay, shout out to Dan, Daniel Dupree. 
because Ooh, before this year he was yeah. like Shining's brother. Yeah. And yeah. now he's actually like, you know, he's he's now he's, he's a, he's a person on his own, yeah. yeah, yeah you're not asking him, Hey, when's your brother gonna be fit to play? Yeah, they don't they don't they don't have to do that thing that Christian Bale had to do in the prestige where they just like live one life between the two of them. He can he can have his own life now. For me the winner the most approved player from twenty eighteen to twenty nineteen is Milani Nanai. Because yes. at the end of no, at the end of last year, the reason to good. remember, yeah, 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 no, he, no, he's good. But but remember, Matt drafted him like super late, like in the fifteenth round or something, because none mm. of us even thought he was going to play. We all thought it was going to be like Matt nice. Duffy. Yeah, but like even last year, like Matt Duffy would would play ahead of him. Um, God, who's that other guy? That other white white boy that played for the Blues in the all black, in the the back line. It was super weird. Michael Collins. Yeah, Michael Collins. Um. I was going to say Parsons. I don't oh, know that's, why, a, that's, that's such a saying. white person name. Eh? <laughs> Is there a more white person name than Michael Collins? Paul Collins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, but like, no, seriously, like, Nanai wasn't like, he, last year was a bit of an up and down for him. Like, he wasn't just sure the starting place for the Blues at all. And then he announced he was leaving at the end of the season. Everyone was like, ah, oh, well, do we really need him anyway? And then he turned out to be like the Blues MVP pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was he was definitely their best backline player for sure, yeah, and good. I'd say he maybe was. Just, that sounds like a win. Yeah. Maybe he needed that that like pressure that pressure release. Aaron Smith yeah. compared to last season, I know he's world class. Aaron Smith. Yeah, he improved a lot from last. Aaron? Last season he was like. Mm, Adam, stop <laughs> chatting. Uh, do you know not Aaron Smith? Do you think you're Brad Webb, Adam? <laughs> oh shit. No, Brad Webb, I'll accept. Brad yeah. Webb, yeah, like last yeah. year he was. Adam, he was yeah, like he was struggling with uh, Teto Tahirangi to keep his place on the starting lineup, and now he's an All Black. So and then we all like Tahirangi who? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we 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 were like that when he wasn't oh, All Black. Adam, none of us could say his name. Adam, what are you what are you doing? <laughs> what do you mean? He like he was like, just because you didn't know how good he was last year doesn't mean he was bad. <laughs> no, fuck off. He's, but he, he, he's improved even significantly no, he, upon his previous levels. No. No, he hasn't. He's playing just as well as he always has. Oh, what, about, what about Jack Debrasini? Well, he only played I, at the end of the season, like so... Games, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, I, th- I think let's move, let's move in, but let's move on move before on Adam. To, yeah, before, okay. before uh, Adam... I think, I think, I think Adam Milani, Milani Nana, I'm, I'm happy with Milani Nana. I'll, t- I'll take Brad Weber. Fuck you, Alex. That's what I'm going to say. Right. Went from Newland, because his last season at the Stormers was pretty shit. Jeez, Adam, when 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 nice, Ben drafted when when Ben drafted Anton Leonard Brown with the ninth overall pick in the draft, hmm. did you think that was a bad pick? No. Exactly. Okay. Draft logic. <laughs> can't can't defeat it. Uh, <laughs> your, your, okay, then the third one, your breakout player of the year. So he's, this is over the baseline, I guess. Okay, no brainer here. Kind of has to be serious. Yeah. Even, but even Brad, like Brad, you, then the, 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 yeah, Reese wins it by, you know, a fair margin. But even you get guys who had very good first years, Edel, Jordan. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to rack think, my mind. Who else? Uh, I uh, at so, the Islanders was also very good in his first season. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he played a bit last season. Yeah, so that, that's that was going to be my question. Like, are we talking about because like Brad played, played for the Crusaders last year? Yeah, he just like didn't play game. that much. No, I know, but like, that's why I'm asking. Like, are we saying like well, proper breakout? Just like, the, just the guy you didn't really know about who came out of nowhere. I think you could put it that way. Mm, like, even if for the okay. line, yeah, so I think, 
Pagal Aksimilani, Tyron Green. They were interesting to see on the field. I wouldn't say they break Yeah, no, but they, they, didn't, they didn't basically get picked enough to yeah, break yeah. out. So I think like, there's, oh, there's no to... real challenge in the series, but I think shout out maybe to Yako Kutsia. I'm going to mention one. Not, I think I mentioned to Alex. I do love Yako Kutsia, but... George Bridgeron. I threw my George Bridge run away. Uh, oh, we he, didn't he talk about promise. we didn't talk about that. How the George Bridge? Came, oh, no, we did. That was last week. I apologize. Hmm. Like, but but uh, no, like it's not just my my fanboy of Yaku Kutsu. It's also the point. The point is more that at the beginning of the season he wasn't really anywhere near the starting lineup. It was with like Juan Augustus and obviously Kulisi and hmm. there's a lot of like. Someone's I don't know. You're hunting it. cats again. No, Adam, are you putting up a tent? What's going Sorry, on? I'm just, I'm just scratching my head. I'm wearing this headset my dad gave me, so I'm not actually moving around my mic like I'm dodging bullets and shit. So, it's on my head. But uh, anyway, so like, yeah, I just think like, yeah, I could see it went from being like peripheral squad member to pretty much irreplaceable. Peripheral, yeah. like, peripheral like, squad like member player, to uh, Eben Edzabeth cosplayer to yeah. squad player. <laughs> anyway, cool. What's next? Uh, wait, wait, wait! I want yes, breakout season. Oh, sorry, sorry. Bold clan, yeah. This young, there's a there's a player who retired from rugby in the northern hemisphere. Then, I think picked up for a debut season. It was Skulk Brits. Technically okay. counts. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. I don't think. Yeah, he, he had a good first season at Super Rugby. I think. Yeah, a good. He had a good first half of the season. I found he didn't. He didn't finish strong. Mm-hmm. I think that's just age getting to him. True. Yeah. Okay. Uh, award number four, your most disappointing team and player. Disappointing. Um, fuck, I need to look at the log again. It's been a while. Since uh, I would say before. most disappointing team. So so just de- defining disappointing. Someone you lots had, of potential didn't really live up to. Yeah. yeah. I've got yeah. one. I've got one. I would okay. say I'd say the Sharks probably. Yeah. But the, the, yeah. the Sharks performed when they needed to. They got into the playoffs. No, but Did still, like, like they have a lot of they, they they have the most sort of firepower. Uh, like they should I've, be better than they are. I've I've got the answer again. I think it's it's maybe a bit of a cop out, but I think the most disappointing was the Sunwolves. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, think about it. Like, we, we talked them up preseason. We, say, we were like, oh, Michael Little. Yeah, I reckon they were going to beat the Reds. Yeah, we thought, like, oh, you know, Amanaki Mafi and Lapis Abuscar. Rene Ranger. Suzuki Himeno, Rene Ranger. We were like, like yeah, Tongan, Tongan Godzilla. Like, we thought these guys had, like, had the goods. We thought they were going to come maybe mid-table in the Australian Conference. Mm. And then, like, there was some administrative stuff. They had some bad luck with like early injuries to Rene Ranger, that kind of thing. And but, old Coleman. They, they honestly, they yeah. just seemed to give up on the season. They just completely. gave up. Yeah, like, like they. Enough, all they were just going through the motion. Yeah. Mm. So if we're talking, they've got to do a whole new season like that. Yeah. If we're talking disappointment, definitely the Sun was like last year. They at least tried. This year they just yeah, disappointing is the word. Oh. And, and what what are we expecting next year? Oh God, that's no, I like, don't expect anything next year. Yeah. Like, I think they're just going to throw in the towel. So. Yeah, because that's the thing. They've given up this re- already. That's what I'm saying. We could have mentioned Masawera for the most improved, actually, all things considered. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a good yeah, job, actually. Uh, mm. But your most disappointing player? Yeah, many to pick from. I'm going to... I'm going to... My shot is Akar. Oh, that's 
pretty bad. But I mean, are you disappointed in him as a person or as a player? <laughs> as a player, he didn't do much. As a player, let alone like when he was playing, he didn't do much, and then he got into a fight and then apparently hurt his shoulder. Yeah. And remember when I drafted him, there was an eight-man side. Yeah. Like it was weird. Yeah. There was a, there was an extra person who sighed. Like there was a ninth person. You, you sighed too. You know. I was like, oh man, fuck, someone's got him. Wait, it's me. Never mind. Um, I okay, it's yeah, maybe again, maybe a little bit of a cop out, but I think most disappointing player for me was Wasaki Noholo. He went from kind of he went from yeah, being like. A little bit. For me, he was like the top. So he was like top three, top three or four outside backs in the competition with like obviously Falao, yeah. Rico, um, and then yeah. maybe uh, like I don't know. Ben Lamb or. No, yeah, Ben Lamb or Ben Lamb is also a little bit below the par here this season. Uh, yeah, I didn't rate him that high. I, I feel Ben Lamb returned to where he, he is. Like, yeah, I don't. I last season, I think, was a freak performance compared to where he should be. Yeah, but but then I don't know. Like all of a sudden, then uh, all of a sudden, Waisaki Nohola is like not even close to being like in the All Blacks, and I just think it's been such a fall from grace. It's been quite sad, actually. Do you, do you know whose season? I don't think he's the most disappointing player, but whose season I've been disappointed by is Peter Stefter Toy. Mm-hmm. Like, I like I don't know. Like no, you know, like that's a problem. Like it's hard to gauge this thing because. At what point? Because say someone like Jean-Luc Dupree had a disappointing season, but mainly because he was injured so much. Yeah. It's, hard to, it's hard to... Robert Dupree. Yeah, but I didn't have much hope for Robert Dupree. I, no, I didn't think he was going to... Which Robert Dupree are you discussing? That? The player or... No, because Junior came... He was coming off the back of a Curry Cup win. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't have... I had I had lower hopes for him than, like, Naholo, obviously. But I feel like he's performed, like, way below his level. Yeah, he should have been a top half of the table fly-off, not a... Yeah. He should have been in the know. top six fly-offs. Yeah, no, 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 it's fair. That it's was fair enough. Anyway. So, I peer based on the hype he generated last year. It was a little bit disappointing. Yeah, that's a, that's a good shot, actually. But I, but I went off him even at the end of your tour last year. I, I started to think he, he'd yeah, overperformed he... in Super Rugby and, like, he wasn't actually that good. Can we say Robert um, Dupree? <laughs> He's disappointing. Adam, do you, do, you, do you listen? <laughs> he just said he only listens to half the pod, so officially Adam switched off. <laughs> We're halfway through the pod, guys. God, Adam. <laughs> okay, let, let's, 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 Sometimes uh, you really are your own worst enemy. Uh, let's, let's uh, Fucking team, details. Fucking details. The team that's most fun to watch. Um, most fun to watch? Yeah. Probably the Jags now, actually. No, I'm going to preempt this. It's, you guys don't wake up at one in the morning to watch the No, I don't wake, wake up at one <laughs> no, in the morning to watch the Jags. So. I wake up at eight. Yeah, so, but they're I, not I, that I, much fun I'll to watch. Chiefs. They have been, towards the end, they've been a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. In Chiefs. The Chiefs. No, you guys, you guys have got amnesia. Like the, Chiefs. the Hurricane the Chiefs? sometimes produce full. Yeah. The beginning of the, the season, the season Chiefs, Chiefs are, I was going to say. I, Chiefs, you argue, most no, improved. Even, even the, do you know what? The, the Saders, when their back three get going. You know who's the actually? Saders are, no, but they're like, like a well-oiled machine. There's not that element. Yeah. The Highlanders. I'm going to throw this out there. The Highlanders. I, I don't know. Like, they... Um, I'm, I'm, I, might, I might punt for the Blues on this. Oh, that, that's a good shot, actually. Because, they, they, like, even... 
did we say this the other day? Like, even when they lose, they, they're pretty to watch. And they do lose a lot. I don't know. Like, they just feel like a fun... Like, I don't remember, know. Like, so, uh, so sometimes, sometimes watching the Blues, it's incredibly frustrating. Yeah. Like, when they just yeah. fuck you around, knocking the ball on, like... Yeah. But I, I don't know. Like, I think even at their worst, they have guys like... Like, even when Nana and Rico aren't doing particularly well... They've got a guy like Tom Robinson, who's fun to watch. We didn't even talk about him as breakthrough player of the year, but yeah, he had a good season. Very good, yeah. And if he was fit, I would have picked him for the All Blacks. Um, but, right. yeah, yeah, I would say if if Dalt, because he should he's plays Liam Squire's position presumably. Yeah, exactly. He would have been my replacement for for Squire before like Papali or even Frizzell, yeah. to be honest. Like to to me, Papali he didn't have a good season. No, he was he was not good. Uh, uh, least least fun to watch. I think that's pretty easy. It's been the Sharks and uh, I don't actually I don't know Australia. The Sun was also fun I'm, to watch at times. So I just I wanted to. Yeah, I, 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 I need you guys to balance me on this because I'm blinded. But do you guys enjoy watching the Stormers at all? I can't imagine other people. Oh, but, no, not at all. Yeah, I, I enjoy. I enjoy I enjoy watching the Lions. Yeah. I don't know if that's uh, if that's an objective view. To be honest, hey, I enjoy like I enjoy watching. Exciting. I've enjoyed watching the Bulls this season. Bulls have been good. Yeah, Bulls have been great. Like think, yeah, Arches Neyman and Lourdes like leading the forward, Lourdes. like the Renaissance. They've actually I, I would put them in the mix for most exciting to watch actually. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, I don't know. They their backline. Yeah, the backline lack, lacks a bit of lacks a bit of pep. They're definitely the most improved and then, team. I'd say that the Bills. Yeah, okay, because I, I wouldn't. Sharks and Stormers are like, Ugh. I don't know, fucking like it's like watching retarded grass grow or something. <laughs> then the that would be interesting. Yeah, like just watching grass I've been put down and said not that exciting. No team in the Australian <laughs> conference is worth watching. Gonna, in my, I was going to say that, that, that. I think we just need to give it to Rugby Australia as a whole. Yeah. No, no, but yeah. okay. If you, if you were, if one of your friends was like, I want to start watching rugby, and you yeah. have a weekend of fixtures lined up, what fixture I, would you say avoid like the plague? Anything. The Aussie Derby, yeah, the Aussie the Derby. Were you terrible. I mean, look, they had off-field stuff, but yeah, the Tars were pretty if, bad. If, if I was introducing, yeah, if I was introducing a friend to rugby for the first, or like rugby for the first time, I'd say, right, we're going to wake up at half past nine, so second time, we're going to watch the New Zealand game, yeah, and then we're going to go out, we're going to go out for brunch because nothing good happens after the New Zealand game, and then we're going to kick the ball. Yeah, we'll go to the, then I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, we'll, we'll practice possibles. <laughs> Yeah, you can watch me try and catch a ball on the field. That'll be more exciting than an Australian game. Sit right. them down for a PowerPoint before the... Anyway, yeah. And then um, you take them to go watch, like, what's, UCT Marties. Oh, does any other rugby happen in South Africa? No. This is it. No. <laughs> These two teams, <laughs> this, is a, this is the pinnacle. <laughs> yeah. These are our best, these are our best players. All right. The, <laughs> yeah. the player you, you'd... Or you just rewatched the New Zealand game from earlier. You'd least like to <laughs> uh, have your bra. The player you would least like to have at your bribe, have a beer with. I went with both, so mix uh, it up. Okay. Least Am I the only one who's, who's cutting out a little bit, or is it Adam? No, I thought it was a little choppy, but I heard it. It's the okay. player with the least, you least want to hang out with, essentially. Yeah. That's, that's exactly Okay, so we, we're excluding so, Israel for now, otherwise yeah, we've, yeah, yeah. it's too stupid. Yeah, because that's obvious. Um, I'm going to make my call now. Um... 
Richie Mwanga, just because he's proven to be a drunken hazard, and I just, at my age, I don't want to deal with that bullshit in my life. Like, I don't want to deal with that. Like, I don't want to babysit someone. I babysit all day. I don't want to babysit at night as well. Fair enough. Like, it's, um, it's a very personal reason why like, I don't. Okay, so let's, let's, say it's a, let's say it's a sober brother. Okay, then, no, then he's no, alive. No, no, there's, there's got to be booze there. Has to be. Oh, okay. No, no, but I, I, um, I can't, I can't, I can't choose a New Zealander for this because I just find the New Zealand accent hilarious. Oh, no, so, true, like, but... I, I would just, I like just talking to a person <laughs> from New Zealand, even if they just say horrible things about me or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't mind having a, having a few drinks with Geordie Barrett and then just following him. Yeah, just see, sure, like, just see where he goes afterwards. Happened. Yeah, just to like follow him around town and see what his pattern is. Um, he instinctively knows. He's like a homing pigeon. Uh, he knows where the McDonald's is. I mean, someone like someone yeah. like Jerome Brown. I can I imagine take... he'd just be bland. <laughs> so maybe Harry Hawkins. God, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even notice him. Jerome Brown brings salted chicken breast to the bry. <laughs> We'd be like halfway through the bry, and I'd be like, "Wasn't there supposed to be a famous <laughs> rugby player here? When's that? When's someone? When's that guy arriving?" Like, <laughs> I think my uh, my personal bias would be any scrum half. Yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? No, actually, I've got it. I've got it. SB Maria. Yo, yo. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, God. Trying to convince you that there's a fucking white genocide on. Oh, God, you're right. Uh, and do you know what? SP Maria, like, like, no one will ask, and he'll tell you why trophy hunting's good for, um, good for conservation. I'll bet you for free. SP Maria tells you why trophy hunting's good for conservation. Well, I but, could, so, uh, like, he'd, yeah. but he'd, he'd, like, show up. He'd show up with, like, with Woolworths, like, brine meat, and, like a six pack of like super expensive craft beer, and then you'd bask in like the Camps Bay sunset, at and you know in, like your private estate or something, and he just chew your ear off about how like white South Africans are just getting slaughtered in their thousands, and the quality of life has just gone downhill since since the ANC took over, and you'd yeah. just be like, yeah, oh, okay, bro. Sure. <laughs> tell me, tell me again how you managed to scrape a living as a professional like ball thrower. And your life's just fucking terrible. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was actually on a, on, a, on a hunting farm over the weekend with uh, mm-hmm. bone hunting. And uh, I, I don't like hunting anyway, Ben. But uh, yeah, run professionally is not too bad. But SB yeah. would come out to bat for like canned hunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he, would he, would say, he would say, no, it's good. It's, you should be able to go into Kruger Park and shoot a cheetah. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit... That's okay, as long as you give enough money. No, no, these that's are... Because then these you're planting a tree and you're bow hunting. incentivizing. They literally sit in a hide all day. They think gets close enough, they shoot it. And they, and they pay dollars for it. Uh, they don't ride around with, like, machine guns and shit. Which, obviously, I'm... <laughs> that, that's form hunting. I don't know, I've just... Run well... Okay, I don't want to get sidetracked here, but it opened my eyes. But generally speaking, yeah. Um, as you, Maria, we do not want you at our bri. Thank, thank you very much. Uh, or at fullback. <laughs> Definitely not left wing. If you could, Alex, if you could, if you had a bri during the Stormers game, yeah. and you knew S.P. Maria was in the Stormers, would you invite him? Would you take one for the team? Definitely, I would, but I would give him the wrong address. <laughs> uh, the player you'd most like to have a beer with or have at your bra 
uh, I've written uh, mine's just Jordy Barrett. I reckon um, maybe he's still Prince. I reckon he would give you like fatherly wisdom as well. Yeah, like, that would be great. Yeah. And then he'd just like, and then at some point he'd like disappear and then he'd come back and he'd be like, oh, I just up- upgraded your, your geezer. Like <laughs> <laughs> he just like he just repairs stuff around the house just because. Yeah, no, for well, me, I was thinking about like Big Carl must probably be great. Yeah, Big Carl. I feel I feel Big Carl's too passive. Like you would just sort of sit there. He'd he keep to himself. Just yeah. watch watch the smoke or whatever. Yeah, like I, like I get not like. Like I don't know. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I just like I think more brides could just be. More brides could just be improved by just having an extra fat guy just like chilling, chilling around. That, that's the thing. Yeah, like, you're managing their chop really well. Good job. Yeah, you see, you see, you've just got like no, no, I feel a like Tyrone Green would be your that life. guy. Give me the hits. No, he's too. No, no, you need no, a big guy. Tyrone Green would be a big guy. But like, I feel he would turn yeah. the meat too much. Yeah, yeah. Like, Tyrone would turn the meat. And he'd be like, no, I'm turning the game. He'd be like, really? Yeah. Are you? Why are you doing that, Tyrone? He hasn't even got a chance. He's from Joburg, so he'd probably like squirt gas onto the fire to like just make it like super flamey. Is that the is that the impression of how people bry in Joburg in Cape Town that we just use gas and all that crap? Well, not you. Like obviously yeah, you guys. You, you, you obviously you guys the traditional way with like yeah, thornwood as, as, as the original four trekkers did, but down south I think that they maybe a bit more I don't know blasphemous about this sort of thing. What do you mean by down? Am south? I wrong? What do you mean by down south? Like Joburg. Joburg. Johannesburg, well, the metro. Do a job. Like south, south, south. Sorry, Joburg. south, southwest, southwest, or whatever it is. Like, well, sorry. In fairness, the one guy I know who bras like a champ on coal, he's actually originally from the Eastern Cape, <laughs> so he doesn't actually count. He bras like a flipping champion. So uh, no, you get, you get some folks who bra who like light the wood at like they have like a separate little bucket, bucket kind of effort. Oh, that's which it. They I love like those fire their wood in. Like you check yeah. out like that in Kruger Park and. This guy's like litters bry at like two in the afternoon because, but by seven, those are they prime to cook. Mm. I, I wish I had the patience for that. Like, uh, yeah. mm. all right. Is uh, that why they keep out in Namibia, Alex? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Last if I'm using charcoal. Best, best <laughs> and worst jerseys of the season. Okay. Do you guys um, want to go first? I, I, I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna just throw out two names. I'm gonna throw out two yeah. names. And you can guess in what order. It's Jags and Bulls. But oh. which jersey? The Bulls have like 97 jerseys. Like Not the, okay, green I'm excluding, meant to look like plate mail or whatever. I'm excluding the all the Marvel jerseys. Yeah, most, okay. gotcha. Because the only successful one was the Spider-Man one. The others, the, I mean, the Black Panther one just looked like a shark's kit. So I like... My, okay, so my favorite, I think maybe we can, let's get consensus on the favorite one. I think it's probably the, for me, it's the black Jags one. Yeah. The one that they didn't play in this weekend. Yeah. yeah do you know, so do you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go against the grade on this and say my favorite jersey was the Bulls Captain America one. But he just excluded it, Ben. Fuck. Didn't you listen, bro? <laughs> uh, are you sure, are you sure Rob Dupria wasn't the most disappointing player, Adam? Junior. <laughs> Yeah, Things are getting a bit icy um, here. Yeah, no, look, I, <laughs> no, but to be fair, like Ben, look, did, if you like Ben, you address it. Yeah, I understand. Whereas Adam was just like, "Oh, guys, wait, let me input for like I haven't said anything for five minutes." <laughs> um, 
Yo, okay, okay. Yo, Look, I mean, yeah, okay. So, so you like you like the Bulls, Captain America? That's fine. I, I don't bad, think we need to explain them. If I if I didn't support a team and I had to buy a jersey, I would buy the Bulls Captain America jersey. Okay. It's yeah. just like a very niche, like it's an acquired taste. Like I get it. If you like it, then you love it, and that's fine. Yeah. For me, it's not even it's not even like Marmite whether you love it or hate it. For me, it's just meh. Like I yeah. I don't take it that much. I get it, and like I see what they're trying to do, and I think they did a decent job. They achieved what they were looking for. It just doesn't appeal to me personally. So yeah, I like I just I really like the black Hags, the Hagaros jersey with the the orange like mm. detailing on it. I and think that's, that's really that's, that's really really pretty. I also I like cool. the Sunwolves kit this year, where they went full red. That was quite a nice quite a nice red. The yeah, Tars now they have super yeah. boring. Just... Oh, the the tars, but the tars. You know they have that like uh, that like throwback one. The tars oh, like old school. Oh, that's really cute, cool. That one was so that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was very cool. And the Reds. Mm. The Reds also have a throwback one when they do that that thing. And the Reds like those indigenous jerseys also really. Cool. I, I tell you, yeah, actually, like all of those, all the all the Australian teams did like a once-off jersey at some point. The Brumbies also did the indigenous jersey, yeah. and that was also fucking cool. That was the one that um that Falafa Fainga helped to design. He like designed a yeah. bit of the jersey. Uh, they, they, they mentioned it during the game. It was pretty cool. Not just a try. So, yeah, like, uh, that was good. Okay. And then, um, and then I just, I have here your le- uh, number 11. The biggest losses who will be playing next year. Who will be the biggest loss? So, can like... I just say, can I just say my least favorite jersey? Yeah, yeah we didn't um, really discuss the least oh, sorry. favorite. Yeah, sorry, my, my least favorite was the Stormers jersey. With the DHL Which logo. One? Or the black yeah, one that... The, uh, well, the uh, fake hurricanes one. Oh, the blue one's okay. I think the, the fake hurricanes one I is think, pretty cuck. I think I'll so. go. I actually think like I actually think the black stormers jersey looks mildly better than the blue one, but I like it less because it's more it's further off brand. Mm, and that's yeah. my least favorite thing about it. Like, the black so far off brand. The black lines one is also pretty cool, actually. Mm, I like the black lines one with the skyline. Like, I wonder how many. Do you reckon how many jerseys do you reckon get played in different varieties? About fifty throughout the season. It's pretty hectic yeah. if you think about it. Eh? Something like that. And yeah. yet no one can track me down a blue Lions training jersey from two or three years ago. Sorry, I haven't, I haven't seen did one. You ask, did you ask Achieve Diamondi about it? No, I didn't. I'll, I'll ask have him. Have you still got yours? Achieve, have you still got your jersey? I'll tweet him quickly. Anyway, sorry, Adam, uh, Adam you can get back to number 11. Oh, sorry. Just the, um, just the A lot of players are leaving the shores after the World Cup. Who's the biggest loss? Probably Michael Marks, I guess. Four four team anyway. Oh, he's he's a like, he's a semi loss because he's sort of coming back. Yeah. Are we talking about like in the context of their team or like uh, yeah, the no, in the context of the team? Is there context of the team? We're talking Mark, about a guy like Ben Smith. I had to bring him up. Yeah, at some point. Ben, ben Smith would like to have a bry as well. So I know da- we're going da- back. David David Pocock's a big loss. But was he ever really there? Well, last season he or not last, but yeah, when he was prime, Pocock was. Uh, um, Ooh, we're losing momentum, Oaks. We're losing momentum, Oaks. Quaid, Quaid, oh, sorry, Quaid's I'm, a bit I'm of busy, a... I'm busy tweeting Hachiva. Um, yeah. Quaid's a loss for the Rebels. Well, Genia. Is Genia going as well? Yeah. Like, how many... Like, as well, like, think about, like, how many of the Saders are leaving now as well? Crotty... But those aren't losses. Because they've got guys to fill those gaps. Like, yeah, Crotty's going to go, they're going to play Braden in or Kieran Reed's going to go, they play good, they're going to play Fetty Douglas. Yeah. Um... Like they, they're not short of. And yeah, but that... but Quaid, Quaid, Quaid goes and who the fuck? I mean, they've got, they got Mitchell Dunshee. Yeah. Barrett for the for the Hurricanes. The next ten. Did she go? Fuck. 
Is he going? Is he's not confirmed, yeah. yeah. He's no, just, no, there's just been that blues rumor. He's probably going to go to Japan. That's what if I he does, then they, yeah, that's that's probably a bigger deal than losing Malcolm Marks, to be honest, because then they have to play fucking Fletcher Smith or James Marshall, and they're both <sighs> terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And also, apparently, Geordie's moving to the Crusaders, so then they won't even have him as an option. Fuck, mm. that's a bad decision, eh? Yeah, that's a just, bad decision. You just stay there. Or, or go somewhere cool, like. Well, what, like what, what, what's a what's a worse decision, Geordie moving to the Crusaders or Kerwin Bosch moving to the Stormers? Kerwin Bosch moving to the Stormers. Yeah. No, I think it's Geordie to the Crusaders because at least Kerwin Bosch isn't re- going to replace, like what we'll just have to not play. One of like Josh Stunder or or John Luke Duplessis, and like they haven't been particularly good. Or if he plays at fullback, then that's even better. But like Geordie's going to be displacing. If he plays 12, he's displacing Braden Enor. If he plays fullback, he's displacing Havili. And Enor didn't play one... 12 this weekend, eh? Play 13. No, but Gucci, Gucci did. Yeah. They're not going to drop Gucci. They're going to just move Gucci back to 13. But but my point is that either way either way it goes, the biggest losers will Jordan. So you know we're not even going to get to see him in the 23. I think the biggest loser is New Zealand rugby. That's a terrible call. That's like the kind of thing central contracting is designed to protect. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that, that Will Jordan does what we were talking about last week and then moves to the Chiefs. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Luke, I to, also, to go and play for captain. Yeah, Luke Whitelock. You know who I think should move on the subject? I read this interesting piece by Paul Cully talking about Akira, Uwani, uh, and uh, Steve Hansen said, yeah, not fit enough. He, uh, and Cully said, Akira should go to the Highlanders. That'd be a great choice. But it takes him out of the Auckland bubble. Um, there's apparently nothing mm. to do there but play rugby. <laughs> Essentially in Dunedin. And you get himself into shape, and then he'd be their big number eight. No, oh, yeah, it's, it's not bad because they, they need they need like a defined eight man as well. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're loose forwards. They're good, but they're all very samey. Yeah, yeah, they don't so have. Is, is Whitelock confirmed to be leaving? Yeah, Luke Whitelock's going to Japan, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'd I'd be tempted. Like they they've been all over the place this year. The, the Highlanders with their selection. Um, I'd be tempted to play like Shannon Frizzard eight, and let him make a bit of a case to be that like that blindside eight option for the All Blacks, because at the moment they don't really have a backup to Kieran mm. Reid. And like their best option at, at eight, other than Kieran Reid, is probably Ardy Sevilla, and they don't really see him as a number eight. They just play him there because they have to. So <clears throat> if there's a good there's a niche there in, in New Zealand rugby for a good up-and-coming number eight. Could be Luke Jacobson, could be Akira, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. could maybe could be Frizzell, like But someone needs to basically get a number eight jersey on their back and just... Stick it out for a full make season. It, make it theirs, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Akira's well, Akira's got that, but obviously... Yeah, he has. They, just, yeah. they obviously just don't like what they see in him. I don't know. And <laughs> I, I get it. Like, we've we've spoken about his shortcomings before. Mm. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for the awards. So let's just chat very briefly about this, the AB squad, and then we'll do Ben's big idea. Major major disappointments. Havili, he was left out. The Holo left out. Uh, Atu Moli, he cracked the nod. So did Severus, Braden Enor. Who else? So there's a couple of new. Suddenly, Bill Williams retained his place, but he's been injured again, so he's going to miss the start of the he's rest of the championship. The end is he's, nigh. He's, he's, got, he's got a pocock. He's got a pocock. He's got a tight uh, hamstring. Yeah, but. So he's which, got just like. Because he's also been had that hamstring all season. When you have a guy like Lamapi banging down the door, is it, does it really bother you that Sonny Bill Williams doesn't make it? I don't think so. Surely. It's, it's one of these things, the like, like is, remember, the problem remember is when have, Mark Boucher got injured? In England. Uh, you know, when he did that thing with his eye and he had yeah, to retire. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And then because of that, like, AB was forced to keep and we could play an extra bat, and suddenly the protest became so good. Maybe it's something like that, actually, where Mm. Sonny Ball being injured is a blessing for them, actually. Let's just stop the fascination. But I suppose they spend so much fucking money on They have to use it. It's it's almost like DDA at this point. He has to be... They yeah. spend so much fucking money on him, they have to include him in this. Yeah. Well, they they also say he like he sells tickets, his jerseys and stuff. Like he's such a well known. Yeah, stop. He's power. like a proper celebrity, or I suppose. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. I mean, also look, we have to be honest with Sonny Ball. Like... <laughs> do, do do you think to sell tickets, Australia got to announce Hugh Jackman at eight? <laughs> <laughs> Huge Jackman, and it turns out to just be Ibn Smith. Um, no, so like I, the thing with no. with SPW, like I do kind of understand why they keep picking him. I wouldn't do it myself, but the the reality is that he like his skill set is is unique. Yeah. You can pick Lamapi, but you're gonna have to change the way you play. Like your backline is gonna have a different shape to it, and like Lamapi cannot do, do what, what Sonny Williams does, um, and like no one no one actually can in rugby. So I get it, like. When you're playing against him, you have to play differently as well. Like you have to just prepare for like the Sunny Bills, basically. And the fact that when he runs at you, the real threat is like the two guys on either side of him. And if you don't address that, or if you do address it, then you're just giving him room to to make a break. And yeah, I mean, I'm like, yeah, I don't do a whole like forensic analysis of Sunny Bills' game, but I can understand why he's a good he's a good player to have around. But if he's not fit, then he's not fit. And then, yeah, fuck, you pick Nani Lamap. He's like one of the most destructive ball runners in the world. Um, and then you just adjust your game plan. So, yeah, but now, now you're relying on Hansen to adjust a game plan when clearly... We well, the, the thing is that they don't, but they don't pick Lamap. They, 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 pick, they pick Goodhue or ALB. Like, like Lamap yeah, is well, basically... If Sonny Ball's injured, Lamap is on the bench. Yeah, yeah which is still... Thing. I mean, that's yeah. still pretty good. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Well, okay. Cool. Well, the, are we, now, are we done? now, now, what we've been waiting for all this time, apparently, Ben's big idea. What is your big idea, Ben, Ooh. this week? Adam, uh, who's it sponsored by? Have you logged into the email account yet? Have you logged into the email account? I have. I haven't seen any other emails. But who, who took us up an offer? I mean, it was no one. Was, uh, someone must have taken the bait, Adam. Come on. There's no way none of those guys. I didn't see yes. anybody taking the bait unless you can tell me. Adam, otherwise. can you even can you even remember who the shortlist is? Yeah, it was Ben May, Ben and Jerry's, and um, shit. Who was the other one? I'm just trying to remember. Oh God. Ben, no. Who was it? Sorry. <sighs> I like to think of people listening to this screaming at screaming at their computers or whatever, Adam. No, no, they're all just going classic details and just... Oh, come on! <laughs> Guys, if you, shout, if you shout loud enough, Adam will hear you. Shout, shout at the podcast. <laughs> who's the third sponsor? Come on. It's, a, it's like a Tinkerbell moment. Adam, who, who's the most famous Ben in Super Rugby? What, Ben Smith? Yeah. Uh, well done, did we think of approaching Benjamin Netanyahu? No, uh, don't you dare. Is he? But how? Is isn't he, he like ninety? Is he like ninety? Isn't he like ninety-five? No. Yeah, but like, what is he? What's he's, he really he's, just, he's just a slimy motherfucking politician. So yeah, he's just yeah. Well, maybe, maybe that's exactly the kind of thing we need. Like, yeah, yeah maybe. Well, if, not, if no one's gonna not, sue us, maybe we just need some controversial figures to get on board. 
Yeah, because look, I mean, if anyone's going to get reach. these big ideas off the ground, it's going to be someone who knows how to grease the wheels of politics. Should yeah. we should we just cut to the chase and get Rob Mugabe to sponsor the big idea? No. <laughs> like that, what? Posthumously? God, that's even worse. Jesus. Is he dead? No, no he'll never die. No, I, think, I, think we, I think we would have heard about that, Ben. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so, what, so what's the big I idea? Think, I think uh, quite a few of my mates from Zim would have died. Um, okay, so the big idea is watching finals rugby, it's obviously, it's it becomes frustrating because, you know, like, we are watching, time's ticking away, Moanga gets a penalty, what does he does? He takes his full 90 seconds, eh? Yeah. Not, yeah. not just that to take the penalty, he takes... So by the time the ball's on the tee, then he fucks around, he'll have a drink of water, he'll, you know, adjust his run-up stand over the ball for whatever. You watching the clock tick away now, as a fan, you're very frustrated. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I'm with you. Okay. In, in the average game of rugby, I don't know what the stats are for this season, but the ball's in play for about 34 minutes. Okay. Okay. In a, in a, so less than half the game is actual rugby. The rest of it is people lining up kicks, people waiting to scram, the ref looking at the TMO, people walking to lineouts, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 TMO is Yeah, off. they normally stop the clock. Okay, okay, but whatever. Oh, no, so no, what you, I pro- you, made a, you made a good point, yeah? Yeah, he's making yeah, an so excellent what, point. What, call him out on what I propose I like, I, like this, is, I like this word picture you're painting for us, Ben. Yeah. yeah, what I propose is 30-second rugby. So as soon as the whistle goes, you have 30 seconds to perform the action. Or you, so so we, we say with a kick, you score the try, your fly-off has 30 seconds, or you, whoever your kicker is, has 30 seconds to kick the ball over the poles. After those 30 seconds are lap, big countdown in the stadium, you just get to charge the kicker down. Same thing with the penalty. Oh, just imagine the huge spear tackle on 32 seconds. No, well, no, you can't, you can't tackle the guy, Matt, because he's not holding the ball. Um, at this point, it's smooth. Okay, I'm, I'm, okay. just char- I'm just charging down a kick. It's not my fault that the ball's down there, so I'm just overrunning the ball. He's in okay, the no, no. Say, same, thing, same thing if you're kicking for touch. As the whistle goes, you must decide what you're going to do. Kick for touch. Then you have 30 seconds to get to the line-out. If, you don't, if you're not at the line-out within 30 seconds, straight away, turnover, short arm. Bang. Hey, same with make- the scrum. Both teams, both teams have 30 seconds to get ready. How, and I, it- I appreciate... As a former prop, yep. I'm just going to say this idea is going to get poo-pooed very hard, very quickly. No, the, no I agree, it, but it, it makes players it makes players have to be a lot fitter and stuff. No, how I, I propose to how I propose to balance that is rolling subs. Okay. Because then, as also then, as soon as a player goes down, he's injured straight away. The sub runs on. Kind of maintain. Then what size squad are we looking at then? Are you looking think, at this? I think you might have just squad? invented American football, Ben. Are we looking at a 23-man squad still, though, Ben? No, uh, yeah, 23 man. Uh, it's a yeah, 23 man squad. It should be fine because people are cu- coming in and off, on and off. Yeah. I, yeah. So anyway, that's my that's my big idea to try get playing time in rugby up to about 60 minutes of the 80 minute game. I would just stop I the think, clock. I think it'll be every time they're scrambling. Yeah, but yeah, but then you end up like football, where a 60 minute game takes what? What is it now, Alex? Like three, four hours. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And, the, and it's no, 60 no, like, <clears throat> I mean, to be honest, so for broadcasting times and stuff, you can't because the, then it's not, you know, you can't, because normally a rugby game is in about a two-hour broadcasting slot. 
But if you're yeah. always stopping the clock and stuff, then you don't really know how long it's gonna take. How long it's gonna take. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my big idea for the week. What do you guys think? Um, I thought I your last like big it. idea was better. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I think I, I, just, I think it's a great. I think it's a worthy goal. I think the idea of like saying we need to get like the proportion of rugby that is actually rugby up is good. But I don't know if that's the, really the best way to do it because it it kind of almost becomes like a quality over quantity debate. Yeah, you're cheapening take, the actual rugby. Yeah, like taking taking your time to get to a scrum or to get to a line out or to make a decision or to take a kick should result in like a better plan, right? Like you're more measured in your in what you're doing. Just like having 30 seconds, like just do it, just do it, just do it. Frantically it, doing it, things. It, yeah, it increases the likelihood of people making mistakes so you'll have quicker rugby but, but, but not necessarily don't you don't you think teams te- okay at first it will be a bit of it will be a bit of a mess but teams will adapt uh maybe you, yeah, you, or maybe we'll just get i don't know like, I, I don't think we need i don't think we should fall into like the american trap of like instant gratification with sports and just having like everything be like super high octane high paced I, I don't think there's that much wrong with like a kicker taking their time to, to kick a goal if that's their process, and like also if it's strategic, I don't like the amount of time we spend on things like scrums, um, like because that can really chew up the minutes. Yeah. Because uh, then you have like even four me. or five resets consecutive, even and suddenly, me. yeah. And so, like, I do agree that there's room for improvement, but I wouldn't do it like that. I don't think. I would just say like if if you if you go down to the scrum, then it's a short time, and you can't they you can't must... pick, you can't pick scrum. The refs must be much more inclined to just yell use it, regardless of what's going on. Yeah. The, 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 the whole trying to multiple yeah. penalty out of a scrum yeah. needs to be disincentive. No, and, that's, actually, uh, and, and that's the other thing, is that like, the refs already kind of have the discretion to like tell scrum not use it, and then within nine seconds, if they don't, or whatever it is, with it, not they even don't, like, they, yeah. they, the, the point is that they don't do it, right? So it's just no, they, they, say, they shout use seconds. it. Yeah, they shout use it, and then yeah. they shout use it another four times before the scrum off's like, okay, cool. So, so you, you're saying that the game has measures in place to speed it up, but they yeah. aren't being used. Yeah. Basically, yeah. it relies on the scrum off address. listening to instructions, and I think that's where you it falls flat. But yeah. I, have a, I have a serious issue with milking a penalty off a scrum. So because cause to me, that's... I don't like in yeah. any other circumstance. If you deliberately do something to get a penalty, mm. it won't be a penalty, obviously. Yeah, but it depends. Like, so if you if you like if you're goading your opponent into making a mistake. So if like, you think about in like water polo, where you you have the ball in hand and then you like kind of drop it just as the guy dunks you, so you're no longer no longer in possession. You milk a penalty or you get the the foul. And similarly in rugby, like if you can, I don't know, like trick your opponent into breaking the rules to get a to get a penalty i think that's okay but i don't like people who deliberately like walk around the scrum for example to make it seem like their opponent's wheeling so they yeah, actually well, like that's like that's entrapment almost i don't know maybe i'm not explaining it well i don't know because because to me to me a penalty is a is a deliberate a deliberate breaking of the rules yeah and like, like it's, it's kind of like if a guy gets called for for uh, holding the ball on the floor, ten mm-hmm. times he's not going to get a yellow card. Yeah, just to just to add it, deliberate or negligent, right? Because it can be yeah. accidental. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Just not but yeah, you attention. are breaking the rules and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had a good little, we've had a good little, we've had a good little legal walk through this episode. 
<laughs> we talked about punitive justice versus restorative justice. Now we're talking yeah. about intent versus negligence. It's good. Yeah, men's men's rare. Are we going to call this episode episode eighty three, the fourth one? <laughs> I think it's eighty seven. But it it's like for me, you should only be penalized if you've actively done something wrong, right? Whereas like yeah. we're talking about cases where you where the scrummy really just wrong. refuses to pick up the ball until the yeah, other your team opponent, collapses. Your opponent's done something that's precipitated the breaking of the rule, I guess, or the perception by the ref that you broke a rule. So that's like the not even the perception by the ref. It's just the ref is now forced because the other side did collapse. The ref is just forced to give a penalty now. Hello, little Roland. Are you wanting a walk? Hello. Sorry. Uh, um, all right. What's next? Uh, it's Ben versus Alex. The predictions that were made yonks ago that we asked you guys to fill in the men and shame since Tony had a two is keen for a walk. We'll try to be brief because we still got the call out and the blame game to do. Blame game, I think I know where that's going to go. So let's just start off with uh, Ben's Ben's super rabbi predictions. Are you ready, Ben? Do you even remember what you said? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited to. I'm excited to know what these predictions were. Oh, it's such a learning like... experience for all of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, Ben. You said that the, the super 15 winner would be the Hurricanes. So that's wrong. The competition Just... top try scorer was George Bridge with 13 tries. So. Um... Are you sure these are Ben's? Not mine. No, these are Ben's. Most valuable sure? player would be Damian McKenzie. Uh, and I like the the bracket okay. in most valuable player Brady Retallick or someone else who was the best player in the competition. How many how many how many tries did Ben say George Bridge was going to score? Thirteen. Okay, okay, so I'm closer than that. Okay, uh, cool. and then the Apima Dianti Breakout Award that went to John the Baptist Falau. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like hell, that was a terrible call. <laughs> he didn't even play. The, <laughs> brave, brave, brave Ben. Yeah, the the Haydar Bowden Kicking Accuracy Awards, the best Robert Dupre. You said it was 92.5%. Oh, my God. Uh, well, what did he get? I don't know what his actual numbers were. He's not a, he wasn't terrible. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. Kicking accuracy, super 15. Yeah, I'm also Googling it. I was like, should we have prepared for this? We don't know. Um, and then the other one was... Oh, this is actually episode 87. Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's just got points. I don't know what kicking so, accuracy is. So, it's it probably prepared sure is... for the best... And who for the worst? The worst was Marty Banks with... Uh, sorry, I'm trying to find this again. Marty Banks with 73%. And it's minimum, minimum <laughs> 10 games that's played. A, that's a very narrow margin, that well, actually. Marty, Marty Banks didn't play 10 games. He might have played 10 games, actually. Uh, I think, oh, he came off the bench, I think, 10 games. Johnny yeah. Fowler swinging arm award, first player to get a red card. You said uh, Patrick Tupelotu. Who was the first player Fuck, to get a red card? This? Uh, okay, wait. I think I might I might be able to check this on our stats. Okay. The Mario uh, Toji Team Discipline Award. That's the team that received the most yellow cards at the end of the regular season. The answer was the Rebels. Was that the, the answer? Rebels. Just Rebels. That's all he had. Is that, so is that, oh, that's Ben's answer. It's not the answer. No, it's no, Ben's it's answer. Ben's answer. Yeah, not okay. the answer. No, these are all Ben's answers. The Chisholm Colby okay. Step Award, the player who executed the best step in the competition against which team? You said Brady Retallick against the Blues. Yo, brave. I like that. <laughs> the fuck, Ben? To be fair, to be fair. To be fair. Oh, are you sure, Adam? That doesn't seem like something I would say. Ben, in your defense, <laughs> that would be an amazing step to see. Yeah, to be honest, if Brody did it, it would have been spilthy. <laughs> I would, I would, it would be something that I'd, be, I'd still be sitting here watching it. I'd be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, for one step he takes, that's a double step, essentially, as well. Yeah, like, he could move, like, four meters sideways as one step. Yeah, like... Yeah, the Israel Flower, the biggest controversy that all the talking heads get wrapped up in. Uh, you had Kerwin Bosch for a big leak about favoritism to the press. Uh, maybe that's not far from the truth. You never know. And you had Liam Squire for recreational drugs. I made two. That's good. Yeah, and, and, I think Liam Squire might be on record. <laughs> an off-field, on-field, left-field prediction. There's any prediction that you might think come true or maybe not, Murph or not, maybe welcome. Skulk, Brits, and Dwan get a cut, cut for of Pretoria and just leave. Arke gets a haircut and loses all power. A surprising amount of beaver outfits for South Bar. <laughs> what the fuck? What would uh, a surprising uh, amount be? Oh, because oh, Marty Banks. Four. No, man, because of fucking... What? Marty Banks isn't beaver. Oh, because of... That's of Steve, Steve of... Donald. Yeah, why did I say that? Then how pissed were you when you wrote this they have the zoo. So then I thought maybe when he went there, they would all dress as beavers, I think. Uh, I don't yeah, know, that's, guys. That's a good shot, actually. Alex, your answers. Your Super 50 winner was the Hurricanes. So Ben and I both got that wrong. Yeah, your competition top try score was George Bridge with 14 tries instead of 13. Yeah, we were both wrong, but... I was at least close because Seth Reese got 15. Yeah. Uh, no, but I was I was closer to I was closer to George Bridges' total. But it wasn't about how many tries will George Bridges score. It's about his goodness. <laughs> no, how many tries? Even the top tries even scores. it's a draw, Alex. It's a draw. Uh, <laughs> yeah, most yeah, yeah. valuable player, Malcolm Marks. The mm. breakout award, Will Jordan. At least that's mildly good job. Yeah, yeah. It's a good call. Yeah, it's close way closer than John Falau. Yeah. Hey, our boating kicking accuracy. Point award. Alex. In fact, in fact, if if, 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 if if I would argue that if Severis hadn't been so <laughs> unfathomably good and had actually like if he hadn't played, <coughs> I think Will Jordan would have played all the games that Severis played, and I think yeah. he probably would have been a breakthrough player of the year. Yo, well, I I would have to argue if John the Baptist Falau. <laughs> Wasn't shit at rugby, and nine guys got injured. He could have had a great season as well. Well, we don't know that he shit at rugby. We just know that they're nine guys. We don't guys know. Yeah, we don't know. He could actually be really good. The... Well, we'll see him. Won't we see him for Tom? Maybe. Yeah. The Hadar Bowden Kicking Accuracy Award. Hadar, obviously, ninety-two percent. That's probably pretty close. I don't think that's far off his no, actual. I don't think it is actually. Um, okay. shout out to Richie Moana. No, no, can someone? He's got 100% yeah, for playoffs. I, I said that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I, I can't get the percentage. I can only get... Um, like the number. Yo, yeah. like the number of points. Where's Ant? We, we, did, we did not prepare for the second. Yeah, the Johnny Farrell Arm Award for the first red card that went to Lavellini. So. Have we got an answer for that yet? Um, I think it's Taniela Tulea. Uh, oh god! Round, was like in round seven. Oh, at the shot in Durban. Uh no. <laughs> it was either wait, hang on. I think it was in Durban. It was against the Stormers. I I don't know. I I might be wrong. Uh, no, Mario, no, it was a high tackle. The Mario Toji mm. team discipline award. The Yags. Yagi artists. Excuse me. They actually didn't do too badly for team discipline this season. 
But we don't have we don't have stats on this, do we? Uh, no, I just have a gut feel. Yeah, so we don't know. Like, wait, let me try Sanzar's website. Actually, that might give, give you something of use. The oops, where am I looking for? The Ches and Colby Steve Ward, Deanti versus the Jaguars on the 9th of March at, at 10 past four in the afternoon. <laughs> Did I say that? Did yeah. I say Tim yeah. Paul? <laughs> Could have happened. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Who what? Do we? Does anyone have a step in mind? Like, what is there a step that stands out this year? Yeah, I don't remember a filthy step apart from Brody or Alex one against the Blues. <laughs> Just trying to remember now. There was a step in the final, wasn't there? I mean, there must have been one somewhere, but there was one. I, I think, think Maroni like did one. Step. Maroney Maroney probably did uh, the step of this. Season. I have the other cards for you. Then coughed up a try. The other cards, the Sunwolves got the most other cards with 10, followed by yeah, the Rebels it. second. So close, Ben. You almost got it right. Oh, oh bang. Ben with the point. They call me Rain the Man. <laughs> yeah. Ben with the point. <laughs> uh, let's see, that's team stats. So I'm going to play a stats. Uh, 15 tries, yeah. Ah, oh, they don't have really other cards. That sucks. Carries, clean breaks, meters, offloads, points... Mahondo followed. Nah, it's a pity. Uh, they don't actually have the the, uh, the rest of the stats. Anyway. Then How do they run of the stat? This is the stat they should have, this kicking accuracy. Uh, Israel Falaud. Uh, you gave to Israel Falaud, but he was outed by uh, long-time lover David Pocock. So. I think Alex is on the money with this one. Is yeah. is pretty yeah, close. Alex, I'll, yeah. I'll Alex I, think, I, th- I think that might be two points, actually. <laughs> Okay, I'll take it. Yeah, and then your off-field, on-field, left-field prediction. That's Maffy to play for the Sunwolves, so that's true. But end up missing the end of the season due to being incarcerated for literal assault. So it's not bad either, because he couldn't couldn't go to Australia because of... Yeah. Yeah, Fending convictions. It's not super left-field, but I mean... Yeah. It was it was closer to being true than the number of beaver suits at the Forsyth Bar Stadium. Well, we don't know. We don't, oh, have, that we don't know. We, we don't have numbers on that either. <laughs> we don't. Yeah. Yeah. Sanzos website just has nothing. There's nothing on beaver <laughs> beaver outfits. <laughs> um, do you want to know actually interestingly which team? I mean, had the one most... beaver outfit would be a surprisingly large oh, amount no, of beaver. These stats are like old, bro. Yeah. Jesus, Adam, oh, did you oh. pull out the 2016 stats? No, I, I'm trying yeah. to find. I'm actually trying to find the the, the kicking stats. So I'm just going on to Adam's some of the I'm not looking websites. at the cat stats all of a sudden. Oh, this, the, these, these sites are terrible. I'm looking at some Misi Masarewa tries for 2019 because I've got a feeling he had like an amazing step at some point. Yeah, he stepped a few guys, definitely. Um, all right, well that that's going to wrap it up for the awards. And then lastly, there are two last things. Uh, blame game. The uh, Game Blame Game sponsored by Game. Uh, am I getting that this week? Okay, I just just give it to me. Yeah, you can have it. All right. You're welcome to blame yourself. Uh, wait, let me. Just... I, I, I would I would have taken it for mentioning the Bulls jersey erroneously and then coming down hard on Adam unfairly. Nah. But if you want to, Adam, Adam I'm no, because Adam proved himself much, much strong as a much stronger candidate, and I also did. Jump in on that by myself. Yeah. Now later. I'm just busy updating my. You know, do you know, profile. Rob Rob Dupree is six foot four, hey. Rob Dupree is six foot four. Yeah, he's a tall guy. Oh, mm-hmm. surprise! That's bigger than I think he is. Okay, I've just updated my oh, okay. profile, uh, so it's forty. I, I just I just thought of I just thought of the candidate for best step. I, I can't think of a specific game. Um, but Ross Colby. 
Oh, yes. That oh, first yeah. one. Pickman, like he, I can't remember. There was a try where he yeah, did like... Uh, it was against the Stormers, maybe. I think it was his that first. Yeah, I think it's that first game. He had two filthy ones. Mm, I'm looking at a quick Ros- Roscoe Speckman 2019 highlights video. Highlights highlights clip. Can we give it to yeah, Chesley yeah, yeah. Colby? It's against the Stormers. Just a second. I will corroborate this shortly. It's going wide. That's a terrible pass. A really bad pass. Andre Pollard is giving it to Creel. Speckman, wait for it. Yeah, that's filthy. That's filthy. Yeah, Speckman. It's confirmed filthy. Okay. It's good, confirmed filthy. Yeah, Speckman gets. Filthy. Guys, guys, I, I found a, I found a, I found a website, goalkickers.co.za. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm okay. sure they're reputable. It's up to date. The 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 Naltheron ranking table. I think these guys are trying to make it like a science. Okay, well, the value added indicates What's the value added on the, the scoreboard for the goalkeeper relative to other professional goal kickers. It is the number yeah. of points the kicker scored that are more than expected given the difficulty of his kicks. The higher the kicker's added value, the better the performance. A kicker with negative added value actually lost his team points due to poor kicking relative to other professional goal kickers. Some guys wrote like a thesis on this, but I think it's from about 2006. Uh, I mean, it's, a, it's a pretty easy thing to like to be scientific about, right? Like, you either got the kick or you didn't. Yeah, but then no, no, but it's like... Give kicks these guys have, like, ranked areas of the field. So, obviously, you yeah, kick one over also, in front of the poles. Yeah, but that's also quite easy to do. Like, you just break the field down into portions and then you look at historic kicking success from that yeah. from that part of the field. Like, it's, there's a lot of stats on it. So, they should be able to be really accurate about it. Oh, uh, here you go. I found it. Fox, Fox, Fox Sports Lab for okay. uh, kicking accuracy, so they had to play 10 games, hey? Hmm. Uh, well, they got Jean-Luc Duplessis. He took 15 kicks a uh, goal, mm-hmm. uh, and he nailed 10... What the, what the fuck is this? 10, so 60. That, that's not, that can't be the highest. <laughs> no, he, sorry, he's, he's got 80, 88%. Uh, of that kicks. still can't be the highest. Hayden Parker. With 10 from 15. No, I think it's... What's this? Oh, he played 15 games. He took 12 conversions, got 10, oh, okay. and made 12 okay. from 13 penalties. While Hayden Parker, he played 16 yeah. games. He nailed yes, he nailed 26 from 31 conversions and 20 from 21 penalties, 88%. Also, he hit that one penalty from the sideline in that one game. I, I remember it. I don't know who he was playing yeah. against. Oh. Yes, he was playing against, I think, um, it was the Waratahs. And he just absolutely creams it. And then Josh Stunder, 88%. Dave McKenzie, 85%. Debrecini, 83%. They still always have good kickers, eh? Yeah. Uh, no, they have to. The Debrecini, 83 Joshua Arnie, 82 That's pretty good. No, debut season. 100 Pollard, 82 Uh yeah. debut season? Had to be played last year. Who? Josh Arnie. Uh, this is debut season anyway, bro. And then... Um, <laughs> and Bosch even... also got 82%. Adam, I don't want to jump on you too hard, but I'm pretty sure you said earlier that Joshua only played last season, like an hour ago. No, Rick Ben said this. Yeah. No, 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 but I, I see what Adam's saying. It's his, it's his breakout season yeah, this yeah. one, because yeah. obviously last season he was just like off the bench and stuff. Uh, do you want to know? Do you, do you want to know which team, which team, which were the worst teams in terms of run meters? The three worst teams: Stormers, uh, Rebels, then the Bulls, then the Stormers. 
These classic kicking sides. Yeah, Rebels. Uh, look, he's all off the field. I wouldn't say. Off. I thought the Bulls ran quite quite nicely, but obviously not. The Rebels made nine thousand four hundred twenty-eight meters. The Bulls nine thousand seven hundred, and the Storm was nine thousand nine hundred forty-three. There's the Sun Wolves up top. The Crusaders, obviously, look, they did have the extra game, so that does make They did have that game where they ran, like, a kilometer, though, or something, remember? Yeah, yeah but they also, also, they they also, also did lose a game, yeah. Yeah, they missed the game against the Highlanders. And the team that best got to... over the advantage line, and the fourth most run meters was the Blues. 11,300 meters run, and they got over the advantage, live, advantage line 66.3% of the time. I would say, I, if, I if you ask me that, I would say the Canes, because the Canes have so many guys who just smash it over the line. The Canes actually, yeah, but then they, they were the second worst getting over the advantage line. But, yeah, because they, they had those two games where they played Fletcher Smith at 10. Mm. Oh yeah, that, that'll destroy any stats. Uh, yeah. the, the teams with the best uh, seven phases and more, the Blues, 72, the Crusaders, then the Reds. Which I think that probably came from that one. Yeah, but the Reds, the Reds do nothing. Like you can have twenty-five phases of shit rugby. It's not going to do anything. And the Sharks, Sharks also, sixty-four times. Uh, then the Jags and the Hurricanes. The most line breaks was the Crusaders. Then the Hurricanes. Then the Lions. Then the Blues. Then the Chiefs. Who's last? Stormers. <laughs> Stormers oh. were tenth in phases. Sorry, I'm missing. I shut the Stormers. Are the Stormers were? Oh, they got over the advantage line sixty-four percent of the time. That's pretty good. Really, I would say the Stormers, the Stormers' phase play is quite good. I would, in my perception, it's just a bit sort of rudderless. No, they, they, they um, yeah, they did it 51 times, so they came 10th in terms of their phase play, essentially. Line breaks, the Stormers are lost. <laughs> so, tackle busts, the Waratahs are lost. That's not a surprise. The Stormers are 10th. The Stormers are a yardstick, essentially. Offloads, the Stormers are 10th. What's this? Picks and drives, the Bulls are first. Interesting. The Stormers were third yeah, last. 97% of them from Archia. Yeah. Scrum wins. That's interesting. The Hurricanes. The Hurricanes didn't lose a single scrum. That can't be right. Oh, no, they won the most of scrum wins. Right. Yeah. And they, they never lost one of their own scrums, apparently. Which is tricky. I'm sure they gave away a penalty or two, surely. I'm pretty sure I watched yeah, well, it's them. Just, it's misleading. Yeah, yeah trust me. Fucking, as, someone, as someone with an ongoing love-hate relationship with Toby Smith, Trust me when I say he gave away his grump penalties. Anyway, look, let's, let's let's leave it at that. We're digressing. And then our last our last feature of the day is the Adam Thompson call-out. Do we have an Adam Thompson call-out? Um, I don't think so. No, I don't. Um, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. If, if, if Achiever replies to my tweet with some details about how I can get the Blue Lions training jersey, then he definitely gets it. Adam Thompson I did like your tweet. Award. He won't get Thank the you. Heroes Hero from season one of Heroes. If he actually gives me one of his jerseys, yeah, then, then I'll, the I'll, def- I'll definitely uh, nominate him. Just the last thing for stats, the Blues were the worst kicking team. 65% is what they kicked out all season, followed by the Rebels. That's pathetic. If Re- you think about how many games the Blues lost by like four or five points. Yeah. Yeah. Rebels, Oh, there was a one where Harry Plummer missed from right in front of the poles to yeah, put them out of the season. Yeah. Oh, God. Chiefs, 73. Jags, memories. 73. <laughs> Crusaders, only kicked at 75. Uh, then the Brumbies, then Hurricanes, etc., etc. So the best team was Sunwolves, followed by the Stormers, with 84%. So, yeah. Uh, all right, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Elite Rugby Bandy. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, Alex, thank you very much for joining us. I hope you enjoy your walk. 
with the dog. Thank you very much. The the sun's out. We had seagulls on the on the school field this morning. That's how wet it was. I'm not even joking. Nice. Um, but yeah, I think it's gonna be a bit better now. So hopefully. Is is Cape Town in a position? Is Cape Town still happy about rain, or are you getting pissed off with it again? No, I like I like rain. I mean, I I love it on the weekends. It's just during the week when you got a sudden traffic and that kind of stuff. But if I can like. No, no, but but I mean like like water's fine now. Uh, it's not fine. It's sorry, I just saw the like, we, need, we, need, we need we need the rain. We need the rain in order for it to be fine. Cool. Good. Yeah. Uh, Ben, thank you very much for joining us. And thank you, Adam. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Matt, thanks thanks for being here. Mm, cool. Cool. Don't really say. Cool. Uh, yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> it, it, Thanks very much for listening. You can catch us uh, on a whole bunch of social media, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iCast, whatever iTunes now is. I, know, I don't know if iTunes exists or something like that. Forgive me. I don't use Apple. I'm an Android user. I guess that says a lot. Uh, and if you want to get hold of us, please reach out on Twitter. It doesn't. Uh, at, at it really, it doesn't say anything. Uh, Alex is uh, also on Twitter. So is Ben. Ben from Accounts. No, I take that back. I apologize. Ben from Tax. Uh, Matt's there too. I can't pronounce his... Uh, Twitter account, and, and you can find me too. If you have been listening, thank you very much. We will be back next week. Cheers.